everybody who's listening to Brian and me right now, tonight's episode is going to be a little bit different. One, because there is no Bryant. So it's and me running the show tonight. I'm without my safety blanket, uh, Mr. Bryant Caves. With tonight's show, we do have somebody filling in. You know him. I'm not going to say you know and love him. You know him. You might love him. <laughs> you might not. He's our pal, Robbie Rogers. And before I bring you in, Robbie, uh, this is the pre-intro of our show. We have actually a format. Believe it or not, we do have like an outline of what we do in our show. And this is the segment called the pre-intro, where we, we just uh, wax poetic. We just talk about whatever is going on in life. Nothing soccery, nothing podcasty thingsy. Uh, so tonight, we're just going to get going, uh, talking with Robbie. Robbie, welcome to the show tonight i'm not going to say um i'm not going to do a big introduction you've been on the show like four times thanks for having me this is my first time i'll be talking solely women's basketball though so you get that (laughs) yeah um that's a disclaimer um we will talk about some soccer we have all your questions in our ask bam segment copyright all rights reserved but we don't have like a huge nwsl segment tonight um we are both going to share experiences my very boring experience and robbie's experience with ncaa women's college basketball or as they call it college basketball uh but before we hop into that robbie uh, our pre-intro we just talk about whatever uh what what when you were driving it was in tennessee right knoxville is where the yeah, sec tournament in, uh, was it was in nashville where that tournament nashville, was. nashville okay so driving there what was your favorite episode of brian and me that you listened to Ooh, that's really tough. It's really tough. I really like the uh, Kansas City preview was really good. I quite enjoyed that because I'd never heard from that person before. So it was like a new, fresh experience. Oh, new experience. Okay, because uh, Justin Hordiker, great guy, part of the Soccer Talk Lads STL. He writes for Equalizer, covers KC uh, Current. I can't say Kansas City NWC anymore. That was a good one. But we were talking to the Gotham peeps, the Soccer Over Gotham, and apparently you had reached out to them a while ago and said, you need to do a show with Brian and me. Is that true? Or are they, are they fibbers? This is very true. I gave them, I was like, y'all got to go on that show. It's a great time. You know? So I gave them, I gave you a two thumbs up review. So. Wow. Wow. Robbie, that was really nice of you. I thought you were going to say that was your favorite episode. Was it the nutmeg thing? Is that what bothered you about the episode? Like it didn't bother. It doesn't bother me anymore. And that was a fun. That was a, cause I like to laugh at myself. So, mm-hmm. you know, just the fact that um, Gary challenged her and didn't tell me and was like, go nutmeg, Robbie. Um, <laughs> uh, like that was just, I thought it was hilarious. Like, I, I, I like to put fun of myself, as you know. So I'm that's not what our whole show serious. is. Yeah, somebody, uh, it was uh, um, Gianna today had said, oh, it's okay to do some self-promotion. Like, no, we are a podcast of self-demotion. We are not a self-promotion podcast. Um, Well, that's good. I'm glad you were able to enjoy it. If you folks haven't listened, go listen to them. Our last three weeks were all NWSL previews. So if you're here uh, after listening to one of those, get ready for a night that has nothing at all to do with any of those three episodes. Um, Robbie... What are your expectations for being on the show tonight? What are you, at the end of the night, what what feelings are you hoping to feel? What emotions gonna, are you hoping to emote? I'm going to get everyone hyped up for March Madness. <gasps> like, hyped up? Madness. Okay. Yes, I got to tune in. I can't miss that. Like, If you miss the March Madness tournament for women, like, don't call yourself a basketball fan. Just don't. Oh, you're missing, 
Damn, the best basketball I like it. Ravi, I love it. Um, save some of that fire for later on. Let's just let's go ahead and get the show started. I don't think I can hold Ravi back anymore. He's about to attack. Welcome everybody to Bryant Me. We're a podcast. We talk about soccer and other things, other podcasty things. And tonight we're going to rely heavily on the podcasty things. We've got Robbie Rogers here playing the role of Bryant as much as he can. We're not replacing you, Bryant. This is just a, a, a mere uh, substitution. Let's put it that way. You're, you'll be in in the next match. Don't worry. Tonight on our show, uh, Robbie and I are going to talk about what you already heard a little bit about college basketball we both have had experiences with college basketball this year mine stretching across the season Robbie drove you've been to a few LSU games you've been driving down to Louisiana and stuff for games and then you went to Nashville for the SEC tournament so that's what's going to be the main focus for folks who are soccer fans who are heavily towards the soccer one we're going to convert you into basketball fans and you're going to watch some March Madness two there will be some soccer because we have our Ask Bam segment and people asked about soccer. So we're going to bring at least some of that up towards the end of the show. And we will finish our show with the hashtag Ask Bam segment where we fix your lives. Your lives are a mess and we're going to fix them by answering your questions. They really have nothing in common, those two sentiments that I said, but it's fun. And that's what this podcast is all about. So. Before we get into the basketball, we need to go through the rundown of all those other scores that we don't really get to talk too much about. We're at least going to share scores and some highlights from some of our games that we don't have full segments on right now. I'm going to cover Liverpool women. They just played the London City Lionesses, although if, if, if a team plays a game and no one's there to stream it, did it happen? Liverpool women, if you look on Google, the match doesn't actually show up. So it doesn't show up that they played it, but they did. It was a 1-1 draw against the London City Lionesses. Great thing for Liverpool is they're still in first. They have not lost a game since the first match of the season. I think they're on like a 14-match run without losing a game. And I think like 12 or 13 of those are wins. So Liverpool is up seven points with about five matches to go, six matches to go before a potential... Uh, trophy promotion, which I'm not saying is going to happen because I'm not going to jinx that. But Liverpool uh, is looking pretty good right now. They play the second place team this weekend, Bristol City, which is just great. Liverpool men's side, they beat the fighting Brian Lenoys, a.k.a. Norwich City, 2-1 um, a, few, a few days ago, a few weeks ago. Who knows? Time is relative. Oh, it was in the FA Cup. Yeah, it was like last weekend. Sure. And then uh, today, yesterday, yesterday, Liverpool played in the Champions League where they beat Inter um, on aggregate two to one. They lost the match zero to one, but it doesn't matter because Europeans are silly and they play their games across two matches. In terms of Tottenham, I don't care. Brian's not here, so we're not going to talk about it. I'm going to say one thing domestically soccer wise in the MLS. The crew played over the weekend. They had a three, three draw where they were up three to one in the 82nd minute and they lost, uh, they lost two points, but it's okay. It's the early part of the season. No, no need to go crazy yet. Also, if you are listening to this before Saturday's match and you were a crew supporter and you have tickets, you can't use, you need to donate them. You can donate them to Chris. 
uh, Community Refugee and Immigration Services here in Columbus. They do a great job. Every facet of the life of a new American, somebody moving to America from another another country, another land, they do everything for these folks. And they're, they're not just doing things for folks, but they're living with folks. They're living their lives with them and supporting them however they can. So if you have a ticket you can't use for crew match on Saturday, just go ahead and donate it. Donate to Jay Holland, J-H-O-L-L-O-N, at Chris dash ohio.org they can take singles doubles group tickets whatever tickets you want to give and people ask well what about deadlines it'd be great if you got them in by like friday so they had time to work logistics but even then if you wake up saturday morning feeling a little tickle in your throat you can't go to the match donate the tickets because somebody will use them and they'll have a great time they play toronto fc this weekend i'll be there covering it with massive report It'll be really awesome. Speaking of really awesome, Robbie, I went through all that stuff as quick as I could because tonight is about basketball. Tonight is about basketball. Before we get into your tournament experience, I need to ask you, because my story is a little, it's, it's got chapters, some blank pages, but it's got chapters. When did you start really getting into college basketball so it actually that is the first women's sport i ever got into like when i was growing okay. up do you remember the women's tournament when they used to do whip around when they used to like you got one game regional huh you know what I mean? like, when they didn't when they did that when they'd be like okay you might get you're not going to get all the games because they didn't yeah. they didn't broadcast women's sports like they do now you know what i mean where yeah like, get the whole tournament now but like then it was like you, you can watch any game now espn plus i had like akron versus think it was bowling green on tonight like any game they have every game on now yeah but yeah like i remember like me and my mom used to watch these like whoop around and it would be like oh, you don't know who you're gonna get you you hope that it's your team but it might not be your team it might be some other team in the region you know so like we yukon's tennessee's stuff yeah, like that like, bigger names yeah so my mom's an aggie so she always hoped like oh please be the AM game but then when it wasn't she was like well we're still gonna watch this anyway because it's a, you know it's competitive it's great so basketball like if you want to like if you really want to roll back the clock, like get me on women's basketball. Cause like me and my mom used to watch that growing up. Like when I was a little kid, it used to be like, put me on the couch. My mom would yell at the TV and I, I learned basketball and everything I know from my mom. So, so. That's great. That's awesome, man. Um, and you're an LSU Tigers, go Tigers, G E A U X is how you spell go there. Um, how did you become a louisiana state university tigers fan i don't even know like where are you born robbie i don't know anything about your background except for soccer and gotham fc i grew up in Euless, texas but um uh, okay looking back and getting my degree so i get to do all the like the oh i'm gonna cure colleges again and uh, i'm using my navy tuition assistance and i started looking at colleges like programs and different things and lsu just man they just recruited hard they're like we want you to come to lsu we will work with you through your military stuff. We'll pause your classes if you deploy. Like they were awesome, and they just like wow. beyond. And then naturally, like once I get to school, like I'm gonna support every sport they have, you know. And then of course, when basketball is first, I'm gonna be like, I gotta support these fighting tigers, you know. So it's just natural, you know. What I mean, like I, you know, I me, mean? like I go 100 percent in anything I do, you know. You? I'll be like, no, yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, you're talking, about, you're talking about the person who lost a bet for the championship game for Louisville. And man, I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to show you. Like, it's not just about like, cause I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, cool. We could take the picture in the parking lot. But I was like, man, like 
let me just go all out because I feel like you would do the same thing and be like, okay, I'm going to pull for this team. Like, so I went all out for that championship game. I was like in the stands. I learned all the Chicago chants. I was like, I'm going to back these guys because like I lost a bet for, and I want to show that I lost this bet. And I appreciate our friendship that much to be like, here's what I'm going to do. So. And he, you, you took that bet like a champ. Like you, you took it right on the chin. You never seemed upset about it. You seemed like stoked. You're ready to party because that whole weekend was a party. I mean, Becky Morgan got everybody liquored up. And then the championship game was just was just a party. Now, I have to bring that up real quick. I know we weren't going to talk about soccer. And I'm going to ask you more about college basketball. You need to you need to pay Becky back. You need to pay I, her back. I know. I feel like we were – well, I feel like it was a whole circle of us just buying each other drinks. Because, like, she would buy me a drink, and then I would buy, um, you know, I'd buy, like, uh, Lay, the Lavender Legion. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But it was, like, it was just a circle of, like, okay, now I'm going to buy you drinks. Now you're going to buy me drinks. So <laughs> I feel like everybody ended up getting the return on it. So okay. I feel like there was people that was like, well, I wanted to buy you a drink. And then there's other people who were like, I want to buy you a drink. So I feel like it was just a vicious circle of like okay becky morgan's buying us drinks so now i have to buy drinks for this person and then you're gonna buy drinks for this person oh so, so you I, still bought drinks for other people yeah i was still like oh yeah like the i was definitely they like the the tap kept flowing all night so like but, uh, <laughs> money is but no was, object for robbie rogers money is no object really funny because we kept like because like you know how like you go places and you know like because i had what happened was i had another i had a gotham shirt underneath that Chicago shirt. So I was like, yeah, because you can't have the Chicago shirt touch your skin. Yeah, you need to have a yeah, Gotham shirt. Yeah, there. that too. But like, it was really cold that morning when I woke up. So I was like, oh, I got to put on another shirt. And then I put another shirt. And then we ran into the Angel City fans and they gave me a shirt. So I was like wearing three shirts by the time after the game was over. And we went like bar hopping and everything. It was funny though, because our good friend Alex decided like, oh, I'm going to wear like a spirit shirt. I'm going to wear like a Louisville shirt. He had like four or five shirts on. And we go to one of the pubs after like, the game's over and stuff and it, cloud nine is there from gotham right and i'm like look at this guy he's wearing five different shirts and and uh alex tries to be like yeah well he supports chicago today and cloud nine like you shut up like you shut up he's our person you don't say that <laughs> like they oh, went wow that's good know? alex needs a good humbling he does there was um i don't know there's so many people there my good friend hallie like just humble them all about his love of you know cc kaiser so he definitely got a good amount of humbling over that weekend we, we joke around a lot about John Corleone and his um, restraining order Rose Lavelle has against him. I think CC might have the same thing for Alex. I'm a little more worried because they're in the same city. So that kind of frightens me a little bit, a little bit. So what are you going to school for? What are you going to school for? I'm going for sports administration to. Oh, nice. Okay. So are you doing uh, like classes online? Or are you going to travel yeah, there to take? And then okay. towards the end of the semester, I have to do like a couple, like, um, I can't think of what they're called. Like when you do them in person and you have to like show that you're like. Yeah. Okay. You have to like, you have to do some sort of project or some sort yeah, of term. Exactly like, that, or, like Internship or like, Hey, show that you're working in like the local sports community. So. Oh, nice. Okay. That's awesome, man. No, that's but cool. That's, that's, that's like, that's, that'll be like four years down the road. So I just started yeah. with like that courses again so well that's great no that's awesome that you're able to find that that's the same thing whenever i was going to school i was going to school for business stuff and it was just because i thought i had to do it for for my i work at an insurance company I thought, oh i have to i should just go for business and blah blah blah. well my company will pay for a certain amount for any bachelor's degree any of them so i was about like two semesters away from graduating and i was just like if they're gonna pay for it 
I'm switching. I'm changing. I'm doing something I want to do. And I looked around too online for schools and uh, Penn State was one that has a really good journalism school and you can do it online, completely online, all of it. So I kind of did the same thing. Now, I didn't dive headfirst into Penn State everything. I do own a lot of blue and white gear. I will say that, but uh, I had a little bit of a conflict of interest uh, this year when it came to writing about sports. Uh, that's cool. So your basketball history goes all the way back to when you're a kid. I Anything basketball related for me, I found it myself. It started with the NBA because that was the easiest thing to find was the NBA. And after a few years, like as I grew older, uh, I think it was just hard to find other kids. Like I, I tried out for the basketball team in middle school but they made us run suicides after we did like shoot arounds and stuff after the suicides the first day was done and i was like i'm not coming back deuces and i never went back again but it 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 seemed like basketball kind of ended for me for years like i would watch lebron james and i would watch his runs when he was with cleveland and i like watching that but I, i remember i'll probably age myself a bit but watching UConn players like Diana Taurasi when she was in college, watching her on ESPN when I was uh, like in middle school, high school, whatever, even seeing like Brittany Griner. I know that situation right now is so horrible. If you haven't read anything about it, Brittany Griner is currently in jail in Russia on some uh, bullshit, uh, (laughs) bullshit arrest. But I was watching her at Baylor and she, she was insane. She was just stupid. Like she made everybody else look, awful because she was just destroying people blocking shooting like and she's still in the league one of my favorite players so i i remembered college basketball just whatever i saw on like espn whatever i saw on sports center but last year when i joined beyond women's sports which i don't write there anymore but still a great site with great people and great articles it's awesome i started to talk every day with people who would pretty much exclusively talk about the WNBA. They were talking about the WNBA. It was right whenever March Madness was going on for the women last year. So Indiana was kind of making a run. Ari McDonald in Arizona making a run. South Carolina. You know, all these great teams in this. Uh, I think it was Stanford last year who won, right? Stanford beat yeah. Arizona in the final. Um, that's when I was like, okay. I started watching the whole WNBA season. And then this year when college picked up, it was maybe about – a week before the college season started. I'm like, I have this media outlet I write for Ohio States, literally in my backyard. It's about 15 minute drive for me. I'm just going to see if I can get a credential. I emailed them and said, Hey, I write for this outlet. Can I write about Ohio state this year? And they were like, sure, come on in. So I started covering Ohio state all season and they just happened to have a really great season whenever they came in with, no expectations they lost two players in transfer they lost their starting point guard to a season-long injury and it didn't look like it was going to be that great of a season for them and over the last few months i switched media outlets but i still wanted to keep covering i didn't want to quit like two months left in the season i wanted to keep writing about the team and and then they win the they win the championship they win the title uh the regular season title and it's just kind of surreal to be back into something that when i was a kid i loved watching basketball i collect more probably basketball cards than i collected baseball cards like i i I just loved it and now um it's most of the stuff that i watch i'll watch my soccer teams like i'll watch liverpool 
and I'll watch um, the Columbus crew and I'll watch the Chicago athletes who play soccer in the NWSL. I won't say the name of the team. And, um, and outside of that soccer wise, like I have a few teams I watch. I'm usually watching some sort of basketball game. My wife is at the point where she doesn't even comment about it anymore. I'm turning on some women's basketball game. I haven't watched a minute of any men's college basketball games, but I've watched like any game that's on. I'm just, I'm just watching it. And it's not just for writing purposes. It's just for, you know, enjoying watching it. So before you get into your, cause Robbie brought an entire list of things that he did at this tournament. Craziness. I saw some of it on social media. There's things on here that I don't even know about. Robbie told me a few things before the podcast. Uh, apparently the crowds are a little different uh, with soccer and basketball in terms of the trash talk and stuff. So Robbie's going to cover a lot of uh, stuff that I'm probably going to have my jaw dropped. So I'll get my boring piece out of the way. Uh, Ohio State skipped right to the quarterfinal. I would love to have gone to the tournament every day and watched every game. I could not do that. I stayed at home for the quarterfinal um, just because, you know, wife and three kids here. I didn't want to leave for multiple days. And then I was going to go. I went Saturday for the semifinal. I was going to drive home Saturday, drive back on Sunday if Ohio State won. So usually when you cover sporting events and you've covered sports before, Robbie, and you've been to matches and games and you're pretty high up. Every time I've covered a sporting team, I've been pretty high up. I've been uh, at the Ohio State basketball games during the season. We're in this corner where we're not too far. We're not too far from the court, but we're on one of the corner sections of the arena. Going to the Big Ten championship, I was on the court. Like I would, those little TV stands, those signs that you have on the floor. I was sitting right next to the the corner three i was sitting right there I, I it was so much that the person next to me was afraid that a basketball would hit him so they wouldn't they would keep looking up the whole time just so they won't get hit with the basketball that's how close we were um ohio state ended up losing but it, it was still a pretty fun run and being that close in any game is pretty amazing and plus they'll still be in march madness coming up this sunday whenever they pick the the tournament brackets and all that good stuff. But um, I'm going to let my boring story fall to the side. I would have loved to um, have more, but I stayed for one game. I ended, I couldn't see the craziness that is Caitlin Clark scoring 41 points in the game after the one that I was covering um, or them winning the championship the next day. But Robbie, whenever you drove there and you had texted me this, we were talking about this a little bit um, before you left for the tournament. You had somebody call you out on a po- on a radio show, right? What? Tell us, set up this story. This is before you even get to the tournament. You were already like hype machine was already going, and other people are talking about you, Robbie, coming to the SEC tournament. So what had happened was, is like I said, like I dive into women's basketball. So every week I call in to the Kim Mulkey show. Like I'll call with a basketball question, a pop culture question. Well. They eventually found out, like, oh, this guy's in the military. Like, he's not actually living. Because I'll call him from, like, it's my hometown. So it'll be, like, Euless, Texas. You know, when you call in, they're like, oh, yeah, Robert Rogers calling from Euless, Texas. I don't claim Connecticut as my home state. Texas is my home state. And uh, you're one so of those I'll, Texans, I'll, right? Texas is like, Texas is its own country. Like, you're a Texas resident, not a U.S. resident. Yeah. But so I got called in, and I was like, hey, like, I'm in the military. Like, I don't – you know what I mean? Like, I want to support your team in other ways. What ways? 
well, Coach Malk is extremely pro-military. Like, her dad was a Marine. Like, you know, the whole the whole South is very pro-military. And right. he's like, well, I have to meet this guy. We got to set something up. You know, when he gets to Nashville, you know, and they're like, hey, come find us in Nashville. So Saturday rolls around. My leave period starts. I'm driving down, starting my drive south. I had initially, like, I was going to poke around in Virginia, go do some sightseeing. And then I was like, wait, LSU ends the regular season tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon in Knoxville, Tennessee. So I go on StubHub and I'm like, let me get myself a ticket. I'm going to drive. Like, I'm going to haul butt and get – I was like, I did the math on it, and I was like, I can get to Knoxville like 45 minutes before tip off, and I'll be good. And then – so I'm like hauling butt down the road. I'm like sending – I'm like posting pictures on like, you know, like I do for interviews cultures where I'm like, I'm one state away, like go Tigers. Yeah. Posting all this stuff on social media. I'm like freaking out because I'm like, I'm actually doing this trip right now. I get to Knoxville. And let me tell you, like add this to your bucket list. And I'm going to call out Bryant because he lives close. Yeah. Bryant needs to get to a Tennessee women's basketball game. Because let me tell you, like men's or women's basketball, you are not going to find. And this may you like, I'm I'm 100% like, I am not a Tennessee supporter, but like, let me tell you that environment they make for the lady balls mm-hmm. is like nothing I've ever seen in basketball. And I've watched men's basketball, I've watched, you know, NBA, WNBA. Like I've watched all those games. I've been to those games. And like, I tell you what, like my ears were ringing for like 30 minutes because they packed that arena and like you, that home field advantage is home court advantage is just ridiculous. They have, the, they have like a whole student section they have like the pep band is there, the cheer squad. And it's actually there. full of students. It's not it's like yeah, full of students. Like and like they get loud. They do chants. You hear Rocky Top like thirty times during that game. And <laughs> let me tell you, like, let me tell you, like, as someone that grew up watching, you know, sports in the South and stuff like that environment, like it may be a little bit uncomfortable because I was like, man, I'm not. I'm used to this like pro, you know, like like SEC football games, but man, like I'm, I'm energized up and I'm in enemy territory. And like, let me tell you something like this is crazy. So halftime rolls around and I go wander down towards where the commentators are. And I go up to like the, the radio host, uh, Patrick Wright. And I'm like, Hey, I'm Robert Rogers. And it takes him a second to realize like, Oh, this is a guy that calls in and he's, I get real big. And he's like, he's like, Oh, hey, hey, uh, come by after the game. We're going to introduce Coach Mogi. I can't believe you're here right now. And, like, <laughs> hey, man, like I'm happy to be here. I love my Tigers, you know. And uh, so I go back up. Post-game rolls around, and he starts flagging me down and stuff. And then, like, Coach Mogi comes back out to do her post-game radio show. And, like, it's like – it's like you, you can – I don't know how the Big Ten is, but, like, the players still stick around and sign autographs and, you know, take pictures. Yeah, of things. yeah uh, they do that, yeah. Awesome. And so, like, all the players are sticking around taking pictures, and I see, like, Autumn Navy, and I wave her down, and all the media people for LSU are like, it's that guy that calls in from the radio show. Hey! So, like, I'm yelling at Autumn Navy, who, like, you obviously see, like, I tweet about her and, like, post Instagram. I see this stuff on Insta all the time, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, like, I've become, like, pretty good friends with her, and she's like, yeah, I know him. Like, it's cool. And uh, so we're, like, chit-chatting, and then Coach Mulkey comes over to me and gives me, like, the biggest hug, and she's like, thank you for all you're doing. I'm like, oh, my God, like, like, you're literally, like, one of my favorite coaches in all of basketball. <laughs> like, I want to talk about you. And then she's like, no, I want to talk about you. And then she, like, kind of, like, horse collars me. And she's like, hey, hey, this is Robert Rogers. Like, he's in the Navy. Everyone can meet this guy. So all these Tigers fans are just swarming me, talking to me. <laughs> I was like, stop. Like, I'm going to start crying and stuff. And then, like, she would go do her radio show. But every commercial break, she would, like, tap the guy on the shoulder and be like, hey, like, let me know when I have to go back on because I want to talk to my friend Robert over here. And I'm like, hey, Coach Malky, just say we're friends. Like. And uh, wow, damn man, that's so awesome. 
yeah, so then all of them were like, hey, we'll see you in Nashville, you know, whenever the tournament rolls around. And um, so I leave, and it's just crazy. I'm like, everyone everyone in Tennessee was real nice. Like, all the fans were like, hey, we're glad you had a great time. Like, tell me about your experience. Like, they're all stopping me on the way out the stadium. Like, it was like, it was like nothing I've ever seen. Like, it was probably a line, a 100 to 150-yard line to get into the arena. Like, oh, just, like, kids like waiting in line to get tickets or to yeah, get into the stadium or arena. And and like I was talking to one of the Tennessee media people, and she was like, "Yeah, this weren't really a big crowd." I'm like, "Are you serious? Like, there's probably like upwards of thirteen thousand people here." And like, she was like, "Yeah, we've had more games." And I'm like, "Are you kidding?" She's like, "Yeah, this is a pretty small crowd." She's like, "You should be here for like Thursday night games." And I was like, "What? Like, it gets crazier than this." So, but then wow. it was like real cool because like the next morning, like I stick around Nashville, I stick around Knoxville because I want to go to Women's Basketball Hall of Fame, and. So I go to breakfast at like this local diner and I heard like Pat Summit used to go there all the time. And uh, so I was like, I'm gonna go check this out. And literally everyone at the restaurant is talking about the game the afternoon before. They're like, hey, was you at the Lady Balls game? Like I was like, yeah, I was cheering for the other team. And like, it was the coolest thing ever. Like everyone in this diner is just talking Lady Balls basketball. And I'm like, I literally want that environment for every single women's sports team. Like, like I just want that environment. And I was like, God, this is amazing. Like. I, I know Tennessee has a big culture with Pat Summit, but like, yeah, I, I didn't like. It's like one of those things where like seeing is believing, and you're like, wow, like I've heard about this before, but like being at that game is a totally is just insanity. Like even as an opposing fan, I'll, man, I respect this. So that's ins- that's insane, man. Yeah. No, Tennessee is known for their love of basketball for sure. And uh, were you around like other LSU fans in the game or where were you so sitting? Were I was you... by myself surrounded by nothing but balls fans. And like, did you talk to anybody? Like, were they pretty friendly though? They're in Tennessee. They're they were real friendly. nice. Like they were like, you having a good time? Like they were like talking to me. They were real nice. Like they were real friendly, but man, once that game tipped off, like it was, it was loud and it was just something else. But um, but yeah, it was just it was just like you gotta get to that game. I'm challenging Bryant next year, 2023 season. You gotta get up there. You're close, but you have no excuses. So it's a couple hour drive up the road, and you will not regret it. So in like, the Big Ten, like whenever we talk about that, like Maryland, they don't get much support. Like seeing Ohio State go to Maryland, they were maybe a couple thousand, if that, in the state. I and mean, you have a team that's like top 10 ranked, top 15 in the country. And you could, you can't get people out to it. If you're look like looking at the teams in the Big Ten, the the ones that get the most crowd are Indiana Hoosiers because Indiana they eat, sleep, and breathe basketball. Like basketball's their thing. And um, Iowa Hawkeyes actually, Iowa and Indiana are are great when it comes to crowds. Just I have not been there, um, but just seeing the crowds on TV whenever they played Iowa, which Ohio State beat Iowa in the regular season in Iowa City, um, it's packed and it's all yellow. The whole stadium is yellow and black. It looks, uh, it looks kind of like a crew match if everybody wore yellow. That's what it feels like, and it's just kind of raucous. It's Ohio State, unfortunately, is um, how do I put it nicely? Um, <laughs> it's not that it's not anywhere close to raucous at all. They're playing in this arena called the Schottenstein center. It's too big of an arena for college basketball. It's way too big. Um, they, it's like you're in a cavern mostly. It's so quiet whenever you're going through. And before we get to the tournament, I do have to ask you, there is one thing though, that keeps Ohio state exciting and relevant. And that is probably one of the best mascots 
in the whole country. Brutus Buckeye. Robbie, I take a picture of Brutus every time I go to a game. At the championship, I took a picture of Brutus with the guy next to me. He's looking at me. I was like, I have to take a picture of Brutus. I got to send it to my friend Robbie. Every single game, I have to find Brutus and get a picture. So one of my favorite things about college sports is the mascots. Like, right. I don't care what team it is really. Like, I just love the mascot stuff. And, you know, like, they do ridiculous stuff. It's just a fun thing. So, like, like just, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what team it is. Like, if you're doing something funny or, like, I'm like, that's hilarious. Like, that's awesome. But, like, this is a funny thing. So when I was when I was on deployment, the last time I deployed, I literally, like, you get real bored underway. So I took the time to learn every single NCAA school's mascot and the mascot's name. And so people would try and, like, quiz me. They'd be like, okay, what's Ohio State? And they'd be like, Bruce Buckeye. And then I'd, like, oh, tell them. Of course, yeah. Buckeye. Like, I was every single Division One school. I memorized all of them. And people would be like, hey, did you know that he can name all the mascots? Like, go try and stump him. So that was one of my weird quirks on deployment is I can name any mascot and the wow. mascot and like the origin of the mascot and people are like this dude's ridiculous so what's iowa's yeah. mascot what's iowa's mascot name the hawkeyes what's their mascot's um, name oh my gosh i can't think of what the name is but yeah, you're on the it's spot all, it's all left my brain you know oh so that okay okay that's it's fair. like one of those things where you if you don't think about it or whatever you yeah know, it's, it's not you're probably it. replacing some mental real estate for more important things than the origin of every mascot in ncaa division yeah. one but it was like it was like there's nothing else to do and then we all like to talk about college sports and i'm like i'm for some reason i was like i'm gonna memorize all the mascots and their origins and their names and you know how hmm. they got that mascot and yeah so people get bored they're like we're gonna try and stump him we're gonna get him i'm like no you ain't <laughs> So next year, I'm going to try to get to Bloomington next uh, in the fall whenever Ohio State, because they have to go out there this year. They came to Ohio State this year. I am going to go check out Indiana because they're like their their arena is one of those ones that the kids are like on top of the game or on top of the court. Like it seems like there's just a wall of people everywhere. Um, so that that'll be pretty fun. So, OK, let's talk about the tournament before we get in what was lsu seed in that tournament did they have any buys did they have like a first round buy, or... buy but i okay. would like one more Knoxville story so oh, okay I do, when i go on when i go on vacation or leave or anything i have a rule that i will only eat at local regional restaurants right so i was like the, the night after i went to basketball hall of fame I was like, I want to go try something was near my hotel i ended up at the home of ball call the tennessee radio show and they have the women's basketball assistant coach talking about LSU's loss. And I was like, they're like, we're, lo- we're lost to the Tigers. And I was like, go Tigers. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm in the wrong restaurant for this. And it was just, everything was ridiculous. Like every day of the trip just got more and more ridiculous as it went. Um, Did they bring you on the radio show? Like, we have an yeah, LSU um, Tiger fan here. I kept trying to call in and ask questions, but they're like, this dude ain't going to answer nothing. Uh, were you wearing like LSU gear the whole time you were down there? No, I, was, um, I think that day I was just wearing like a nice button down or something. Okay, okay. I think okay. when I got the tigers in the restaurant, I think I kind of gave this away. <laughs> this guy keeps calling in. I'm not gonna let him on the air. He's gonna talk about them LSU Tigers. Um, I was gonna ask a nice question. So I was gonna ask who has better fits, Kim Mulkey or Kelly Harper, and why is it Kim Mulkey? So oh dang, okay, throw a little shade. Uh, so okay. what? Anything else from Knoxville or from here? You pack up and you head. Hey, you head to Nashville. Yeah, so I had to Nashville, get in Tuesday night, night before the tournament starts. And uh, then, like, that was just – it gets even more crazier because I don't know if Andrea Carter, Tennessee great, last player Pat Summit ever recruited. 
I met her at the UConn Louisville game back in December, and she was the one that gave me the idea to like, hey, you should go to the SEC tournament, man. Like, that'd be awesome. So she gave me the idea to go. Um, so she's like, hey, find me when you get to the tournament. And like, I felt dumb because I felt like it was like looking for a needle on a stack of needles because there's so many people there. <laughs> yeah, like I'm looking around the sidelines, and then all of a sudden I see the big SEC network booth, and I'm like, there she is. So I go talk to her, and then I was like telling her about everything. I was like, yeah, I drove drove to Knoxville and I came here and she's like wait how far is that and I was like well I mean like it's normally like 16 17 hours but with traffic it took me about 20 hours she's like did you say you drove 17 hours I was like like yeah I did like, like Jesus man you're using all your leave time I know it's fine it's like I was like I want to go all out it was my birthday and everything so I was like let me make this one heck of a trip and then it turned out to be like the best week of my life probably um so far you know so yeah um yeah, so I get there, I'm talking to her, and then I'm like, well, who else is in the booth, you know? So we're chit-chatting, and I see Alyssa Lang, and uh, and I see her, and I was like, oh, I want to introduce myself. I'm like, how do I introduce myself? I'm like, hey, I'm that guy that always tweets about your dog Marvel during college football season. She's like, hey, yeah, yeah. And then so we start talking about her dog, and then we start talking about basketball, and then I'm like, hey, you're like the SEC Network foodie. Like, can you give me some restaurant recommendations around Nashville? She's like, oh, of course I can. So, like, it was – it was awesome meeting her, and then I was just crazy. And then they're like, "Yeah, like come see us whenever you know during the week and stuff." And I was like, "Hey, yeah!" Like I was like talking to her, and like we're taking selfies and everything, and just having a grand old time. Like, and just I was just bumping around the arena because like it was day one, so like there weren't that many fans there, but it's still mm. pretty packed. Vandy played day one, and they were the home team, so of course like half that. And Vandy, that's basketball is their big thing other than baseball. So, like, they don't have no good football team. So, they're like, basketball, basketball. So, like, half the stadium's Vanderbilt fans. So, I'm just bumping around being like, oh, let me watch this game from anywhere in the arena right now. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. But then the next day rolled around, and that's like – Real quick, about the neutral site thing, about Vandy playing a home game. The semifinal, Ohio State versus Indiana Hoosiers, they're playing the Hoosiers in Indianapolis, Indiana. It was about uh, – it was about eight to two Indiana to Ohio state fans. It was an Indiana home game. Don't give me that neutral site bullshit. <laughs> that was, that was not neutral site I when you're like playing a, in a basketball craze state and the home team is playing. No, stop with that neutrals. Ohio state well, was the home I mean, team. Like, Cause they were the one seed. Get like, out of here. You know what I mean though? Like, but you can't really play a game in the South and not have like a home state team. Like, because they do the game, and if it's in Atlanta, then it's Georgia. If it's in South Carolina, it's Gamecocks. You know what I mean? Like, you can't – if it's in Kentucky, it's going to be Lexington. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to have – That's true. Kentucky. I mean, it's really hard to be like, we're going to be a neutral site and, like, in an, in a state where literally, like, every single state has a team that has diehard fans. Except right. for Florida. Florida, they had the worst fan attendance of that tournament. So, which is isn't in? a so. – <laughs> No, Florida is, like – Florida, the the Gators, it seems like they're outside of football. They're pretty fair weather basketball fans. Yeah, they just they didn't. Every other school, like there were hundreds of fans there, and even like when schools were getting eliminated, like Texas A&M got eliminated day one. There's still like tons of Aggies wandering around the arena. Like it was crazy. But yeah, the next day just gets like if you thought like okay, I was like because I was talking to Alyssa Lang, she's like yeah, you're gonna have a crazy week this week, and I was like things gonna be that crazy. It'll be a little bit crazy. But she could have, she could not have predicted what happened the rest of the week. So we rolled to day two of the tournament, which was round two day. So we roll into that day. The morning starts out with an amazing overtime game between Arkansas and Mizzou. And 
I'm texting my good friend Nancy, you know, who's watching the game. She's gonna be in the tournament a couple of days late. She's gonna be there a couple of days later to join me for the tournament. And uh, I'm like, man, every really great if this game went to overtime. And this game went to overtime. And I was like, did I manifest this? Like, you're, it was. You're prophetic. I was like, I just want this game to be an overtime because I don't want them to. You know what I mean? Like, it was such a great game that I was like, I don't want either of these teams to lose. Can we just go to overtime? And I just get a little bit more of the game. And then it did. And I was like, losing my mind. Uh, <laughs> so, so then, like, I'm like, I'm going to go sit in my regular seats, you know. So I go sit down and all of a sudden, like number one, South Carolina comes out their locker room and they come sit in front of me until like Destiny Henderson's on my left. Uh, Leah Boston's directly in front of me. And I'm like, what is my luck right now? Did you and talk they, to anybody? No, I didn't. They look like they were in their own thing. And I don't want to be like that person, you know? Right. So, yeah. You don't want to be like too fanboyish and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big autograph person to be like. Me oh, either. Yeah. I don't do autographs. Yeah. I'd rather have like a moment or like, hey, like this happened or, you know what I mean? Or like a picture, but like, I'm not a second line Gamecocks fan. So, I mean, granted, they have like four WNBA potential draftees, but I wasn't going to be like, Oh, like, and I was wearing this that day. So they definitely, which I'll get to in a minute. Um, so, so they definitely was about to be like, but it was really funny though, because every time the players took like an Instagram story, there was me in the background. I need to go look at the, oh, did you, did you screenshot any of them? I didn't because I don't follow any of them, but uh, I got like, it was one of those things where people were telling me about it and they're like, hey, you seen my other Gamecocks? And I was like, yeah. And then I tweeted about it and everyone's like, yeah, that was definitely you. So, that's hilarious. Yeah. Oh my. So I'm Leah Boston's like, point, like doing a story on Insta, and you're just sitting yeah. in the back there, like you're sitting in the background, like eating a bucket of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like I was like, yeah, overtime, and then here I'm just eating a bucket of popcorn during that game. But then, like, I see Don Staley, and so I go Wanda over, and I was like, Don Staley's pretty good friends with Kelsey Trainer. You know, I'm pretty good friends with Kelsey Trainer. So I'm like, hey, Coach Staley, like, uh. Hey, we got a mutual friend. Her name's Kelsey Trainer. She's like, oh, I love Kelsey Trainer. So we're like, I'm like telling her, like, oh, that's my first time at a major basketball tournament, you know. And uh, keep in mind, I'm wearing this shirt and everything. And uh, she can't see it because she's like sitting in the booth because she just got done interviewing. And uh, she can't see this. And then I was like, yeah, it's my first time or whatever, you know. She's like, yeah, I hope you have a great time. Like, this is a great thing. And then she looks down and sees this. And she's like, yeah, on second thought, I don't want you to have a good time anymore. <laughs> oh man she didn't like the lsu tiger something she didn't but then like so the next game ends i go check into my hotel during the hour break or whatever i come back that's kentucky mississippi state that's where it just got insane <laughs> so, so i had brought because i was like i want to give i had i was like i want to give coach monkey something you know what i mean so i had my dallas jacket that i wore when i was deployed and i was like i feel like she really liked this so, like, I'm going to give this to her when she comes over to do her halftime interview with, like, Andrea Carter. And um, so I, like, had that. And I was, like, holding it under my under in halftime. And I go to, like, give it to her. And, like, this security guard, like, starts yelling at me. And he's, like, you don't know her. Like, you can't talk to her. And I'm, like, I, I definitely know her. Like, have you not listened to the Lady Tigers radio show? Like, <laughs> Fighting Tigers radio show? Come on, I don't think like, the security is- guards in Nashville are up in the Lady Tigers radio show, Robbie. <laughs> you know, like, the – they're just like, hey, the fine tigers, you know. Um, but yeah, but uh, not lady tigers, just the tigers. I, yeah, I was like, lady balls. There we go. Lady <laughs> anyway, balls. Yeah, that's what I was. Okay. I was like having a little bit of. I had two thoughts running together. <laughs> Those like security guards so young. I mean, I'm like, dude, I've been going over to the booth every day. Like, I know everyone in the booth right now. Like, I've been talking to them for like the past three days or two days or whatever it was. And so, like, I was like, you know what? Like, 
I'm just gonna throw it. I'm just gonna throw it. So I like underhanded and I'm like, Coach Moggy. And I'm like, I threw it to her. And she like is like, is this for me? And I was like, Yeah, it is. So then like I sit back down and then I like look over and she wanders back over to where else you sit and scouting the game. And then all of a sudden she's like, like motions me over. And I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then I get over, I walk around, go to where she's sitting at, and she's like, Hey. Hey, you want to meet my family? And I was like, Yeah, like, yeah, of course. So she's like, Oh, that's my mom down there. Go introduce yourself. She knows all about you. Like, go talk to her. And then so like, I'm talking to like Kim Mulkey's mom. And then she's like, Oh, go meet my grandbabies too. And I was like, Yeah, like, so I go down there and I'll meet like her kids and grandbabies. And then like I go to leave. And she's like, Where do you think you're going? And I was like, I'm I was gonna go back to my seat. And she's like, No, no, no like sit here. And so we're like chit-chatting. So I'm like sitting watching the game with her. Like, we're just chatting about, like, she's like, oh, yeah, like, look at that. And she's like, tell me how she's scouting Kentucky and everything. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I'm sitting with a, I'm sitting with a Naismith Hall of Famer. She's, like, talking about – and then she's, like, telling everyone around her, like, all her, like, friends and family, like, yeah, this is a good friend of mine. His name's Rob Rogers. You got to meet him. And then, like, LSU fans start coming over. They want to talk to her. And she's like, hey, have you met my friend Robert? He's in the military. He's a real good guy. And, like, I was just like, this is crazy. But it gets, like – and then <laughs> – so you know how when NCAAs roll around, they'll like show the team that's gonna play next up in the stands, or like, hey, this team's playing tomorrow. Yeah. So they flash up to LSU because like we're number two seed in you know the tournament, and it's like I'm, my phone's blown up, and it's like went 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 went, and I, of course obviously I'm gonna pull my phone out, but I'm like I left that game, and people were like, were you, were you still on ESPN like sitting next to uh, Kim Mulkey? So I was like, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Oh my lord! Wow. So I'm like sitting there, and, and like, this is only day back. two. This is like this is day two of the tournament. So then, like, then, like, then, like, I'm I'm hanging out with them, and then Autumn Newbie comes over and talks to me, and she's like, "Yeah, like, how's it going?" And like, all the teams like, hey, "How's it going, buddy?" And like, they're just all talking to me, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." And then, <laughs> Monkey's like, "Hey, like, we're just chit chatting during a game, like casually, like we've known each other forever." And then all these LSU fans are like, yeah, we love Robert. That dude's awesome. And I was like, this is crazy. So then like, they all go to leave. And then some of her family friends are like, Hey, like, are you going to the send off in the pep rally, the team event? And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, we're doing a send off at the team hotel. Do you want to come? We're going to, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a couple rounds too. And I was like, uh, yeah, that sounds like, yeah. Cool. Like so if you like, talk hey, to man. a Becky Morgan, I'm going to take those rounds. Let's yeah, go. I was like, I was like, I was like, um, yes, like I would love to do that. So then the next day, like Massey rolls into town. We go to the Gamecock. Um, who are they playing that day? Gosh, I can't remember. Oh, Arkansas. They were playing mm. Arkansas. So they totally ran over Arkansas. So then I, I tell her, like, hey, I gotta go. Like, I'm going to the LSU team event send off. And she's like, that's crazy. So she sticks around for the old miss. Florida game and then I go walk down to the hotel which is like a mile and a half I don't know if yeah. you're ever in Nashville but like Uber no. like 40 hours on weekends so I was like do I want to spend $40 or do I want to walk like a mile and a half to the hotel and take that's nothing minutes? yeah it was like and it was like an hour Uber and I'm like I'm not about to miss everything so like I showed up at the LSU bar at the team hotel and it was like everybody knew me and like <laughs> on the back, like in the bar, like I see Kim Mulkey's mom, and I'm like, hey, how's it going? Like I met you yesterday, and like I'm talking to her, and then like I go over and talk to some more people. They're like, you're that guy that calls in the radio show. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Like, that's me. Like, and they're like, you're awesome, and everything. And then like I get to the bar with like a, where a bunch of her friends are at, and they're like, hey, hey, do you like Bloody Marys? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And they're like, we already got you one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, crazy. this is this is uh, this is a story about the the fandom of of women's sports 
This is you don't hear this with men's sports, men's basketball, men. You don't hear this. But yeah, like, and then like, so I have two. As you know, I like to make posters for games. Hmm. So I, it's kind of like a thing. I like Interesting. Huh. So I have these two posters rolled up in my arm, and people are like, "Hey, what do your posters say?" And like, so I wanted to like Mulky Gras. <laughs> obviously, I have to make one for my favorite player. So I wanted to like go autumn, you know, G A, you know, U X, and like, yeah. everyone's like, hey, let me take your picture with the signs and everything. And like, it was crazy. And then like, we all go out in the hallway and it's just like, like I said, like the fan bases are totally different because if you're an LSU fan and you see someone in a different team Jersey or like a shirt or anything, you start yelling tiger braid at them. So there's probably like several hundred of us in this bar and Tennessee fans start walking through. So we start yelling like tiger bait. And like, this is 150 of us yelling at them and they didn't like that very much. And then at the same time, this like local country singer shows up, you know I mean? Everyone wants to start out in Nashville. Every, yeah. everybody in Nashville is a country singer. Yep. Yeah. So she's like, how am I going to make tips? Oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play songs about Louisiana with these drunk Cajuns, you know, these partying Cajuns. So she starts playing like Louisiana started at night down at the twist and shout and all these LSU fans are just going crazy like <laughs> fans, singing Louisiana Saturday night and like the hotel staff like they were like you all gotta go and we're like no we're trying to do our team send off you let Tennessee do their team send off like why can't we do our thing you know and we we're like we just drank that bar out of liquor pretty much like they like those LSU fans know how to throw down and like they, they, they threw, I'm pretty sure we drank that bar of alcohol and liquor and everything. And I was like, man, these people are awesome. And so like, they throw us outside. They're like, get outside. You can greet the team out there. So we're like outside and like the little entrance of the hotel. Then like the pet band shows up, the cheerleaders show up and we're still like, we're still like going crazy. Like the pet band starts playing all the fight songs and everything. And people are going nuts and they're doing like cheerleaders doing cheers and like people are going nuts. And the hotel, like two people in the hotel come outside. They're like, y'all got to get off the property and we're like no get out of here like you're not about to move 300 plus people off of this property half of which are loaded on alcohol <laughs> like oh my god crazy. and then the team comes out and like <laughs> we're just going nuts and then i felt bad because i almost accidentally decked an lsu fan because i was getting real hyped and i felt really bad because i was like yeah and i was like getting excited and i was waggling them. <laughs> Because, like, all the players come When by, Robbie gets excited, he starts swinging like, his fist. He just throws his <laughs> fist around. I was – it was nuts. Like, I was getting real hyped. And um, I was getting real hyped. And then, like, all these LSU fans were like – they're like, hey, do you need to ride to the stadium? I'm like, no, I'm going to walk back. Like, I don't want to get stuck in an Uber. And then some of the LSU fans are like, well, if you get stuck in our Uber, you can just jump out in the middle of the road. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it sounds like a horrible idea. So, <laughs> I appreciate the hospitality. So, and this is day three, right? You're in day, yeah, three, day now. three. We're not even to quarterfinals yet. And uh, so this is like halfway through the quarterfinals day. And so like, and then so everyone starts making their way down. The so this is the middle of the day. All of you are just thrashed. All of you are just it's totally like, but it's wasted. Not like, it's crazy because you wouldn't like, you're just like, man, these fans are rabid and stuff. Like no one's really like falling over drunk or anything. They're just like, they've been doing that for so long that it's just like, yeah. it's like drinking water to them. So like. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the middle of the day Wednesday, and you're about to go, or the third day, you're supposed to, you're gonna go see them play now that night. Yeah. So we go that night, and uh, like I don't, I you probably know the fan I'm talking about. So there's this Gamecocks fan that was sitting next to me and Massey, and they were like the person where it's like I don't mind if you're yelling the team cheers or you're yelling stuff that makes sense during a game. Don't just yell random crap like "Oh, ref, you suck" or like stuff you would yell at a TV or like yeah. 
they were like yelling at the players randomly and man master like you don't know those players <laughs> like you don't know them and then this south carolina fan started getting real mouthy about the tigers and i was like you ain't about to like start running around so like massey had to like be like okay buddy we're gonna go move with some of your lsu friends like i was like i was like you ain't about to start running down my team and your team ain't even playing like that's what's not about to happen so that happened during the the ohio state like i'm not an ohio state fan i'm there covering the game but we're <clears throat> within a couple feet behind me are fans indiana fans and there's this kid who's probably like 19 years old looks like he's never played basketball a day in his life all decked out in indiana maroon and stuff like that and he's yelling stuff at individual players like on ohio state and i turned around a couple times like if i wasn't there writing i'm a different person when i'm when i'm at a sporting event and i'm not writing i would have turned around and i said shut up (laughs) you don't like these are athletes you're just some schmuck from indiana sitting in the second row yelling crap at basketball players and all of his friends are like anytime he yelled something like shut up make a friend stop yell don't don't yell at athletes come on come on but yeah so i had to move and you decked him and then robbie punched him i'm not about that i don't i don't want to get thrown out of the event you know especially as a local celebrity now in baton rouge right 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 yeah right i was like i was i was getting recognized after the after the Kentucky game as Kim Mulkey's friend. And I was like, like, get out of here. Like LSU fans are like, oh, you're friends with Kim Mulkey. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, I guess. Like, like I was not about to restore my good friend, you know, by right. swinging on some drunk Gamecock fan. So that was what it was not about to happen. So Massey was smart. She was like, we're gonna get you out of here, buddy. We're gonna go send a different section. So then we go to some of the LSU fans, and then after I think it was after halftime we moved to sit behind the pet band for LSU and then okay. I was real raucous because like I just I've been drinking all day and like I was like that game was just like we like Kentucky showed up to play like credit to Kentucky like they played to win that tournament and well spoiler alert they yeah. did they yeah, beat they South Carolina which nobody oh, was yeah. expecting like, but yeah. yeah like they came to play and we showed up sloppy in the first half and like but then the second half like we came out to play and then there's just I don't like the trash on officiating, but man, that ref sucked during the second half. Like, I don't know if you've seen the video of the Kim Mulkey technical, but mm-hmm. let me tell you, when that technical happened, like, like I was, I was loud. Like, I was like, like you were yelling at the ref. I was getting real livid, and like that, you see, like, because if you watch the clip on TV, it doesn't do it justice. But when you, if you're in the arena, because we were in the LSU section by that time when she got the technical, like it was loud, like people were booing, like. There were some angry Cajuns, and uh, <laughs> like I was getting very livid, and like I started shaking when I get really angry, and so Massey grabs me. She's like, "Stop shaking!" And I was like, "I'm so mad right now! Like I'm so mad right now!" And uh, so like, so like, and this is their oh, quarterfinal, and who are they? Yeah. They're playing Kentucky. LSU loses, and I'm all sad. And then I was gonna sit around for that Alabama Tennessee game, but then they're like, I need food. I need to decompress. Like, I don't, I'm not about this game at all. My team just got eliminated. You know, I, I still clapped for my team. I was like, good job, ladies. You know, like y'all did awesome. And uh, I was like, this is like, I love my team and I'm always going to support them. But like, I was like, damn, this is so, I was so devastated that night. I was like, I need food. And I just want to go sleep this off. So. So you didn't see the last game of the night. And then the next, so you're now to day four. The next day was semifinals. So Massey's team's still in it. She's the old Miss Rebel. So we go do like that. We go do the non-touristy Nashville thing. So if you're ever in Nashville, like 
don't do Broadway. It's like seventeen dollars a beer. So you're gonna be. So like, you went to Opry. Grand Old Opry, right? We didn't. I go to Grand Old Opry. I did go to Country <laughs> Hall of Fame, and I feel like that doesn't count because I feel like that's not like a touristy tourist thing where you're like, I'm gonna go see like, I'm gonna go to like, uh, oh, like the Johnny Cash restaurant and pay like eighteen dollars for a beer. Like, no, 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 no. It's like, but but Country Music Hall of Fame is awesome. So I did that. That was like the most like Nashville thing I felt like I did. So we we hit some local bars because she knows the area pretty well. So we hit some local bars, did like a couple blues joints, which were pretty cool. So we did that. And then we rolled into the Old Miss um, South Carolina game. And she, while I was at that pep rally, was talking to all the Old Miss families. So we end up in the Old Miss family section. And it was pretty much like from that game, it was pretty much the entire SEC fan bases versus South Carolina because like well, yeah, South Carolina is the favorite. Everyone wants yeah, the favorite to lose. Everybody wanted like every, I think I texted football. I was like the entire stadium, but South Carolina being our rebels right now. Like, and yeah. We're, and we're in the family section and they're like, Oh, we're so glad to have you in our family section. And like all the old miss families are like, yeah, you guys are awesome. And I'm, I'm here still wearing like an LSU button. Down, and I have like a big, I have a button on. It's just like, like hell yeah, damn right. Which is the old miss thing. And they're like, Hey, we're glad you're on our team today. Like, <laughs> I was, like, I was like, I don't want South Carolina to win this tournament. I want, you know, I don't want them to win. I was like, we can't win. They can't win either. So, and then, so like, that was, that was awesome. And then we stuck, that was like, it was just crazy. And then like, like, then we went to the next game, which was um, Tennessee, Kentucky. Now it was a crazy game. And then I wanted Kentucky to get destroyed by Tennessee. Cause I was like, I don't want to see Kentucky. Cause like, <laughs> and then, and then they won and beat Tennessee. And I was like, come on, are you kidding me right now? Like, this is awful. <laughs> oh, so then the next day is the title game. And I was like, I was like, I was like, don't want to go to the title game. I don't know if I want to go. And I was like, no, 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 I don't want to go. I'm going to go. So, um, so I go to the title game and man, like it didn't care who was playing. Like that stadium was just like outside the stadium was just surrounded with people in like all different school colors. And it was just ridiculous. Like it was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Cause it's like, everyone's just supporting women's basketball. So what it is like, okay, my team's out, your team's out. Like we're all just going to support this game and support like you know what i mean like that's awesome so it was just like but then when you get inside the stadium you realize that there's like a quarter stadium full of south carolina fans and then the rest of the <laughs> the rest of the bowl was every other fan base booing south carolina <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah you have a target on your head when you're the number one all overall yeah. ncaa seed so, pretty much yeah I ended up sitting with a couple of my friends from one of the quarters and I was just like found by Gamecocks fans and I was like, I can't do this. So I went and sat with some of my LSU friends, you know, the, the mulky party as I'll call it. And uh, so we sat in the, and then I sat in the Kentucky family section and I was cheering. I was like, go bird blue. And like, I was like, I was like, I'm going to cheer for Kentucky today. <laughs> Cause it was a real, uh, real Sophie's choice there. You either had the team that beat your team or the team that could, or, or the team that's South Carolina. So you you ended up swallowing your pride, and you yeah, said, I'll, even though you beat my Tigers, I'm I'll gonna like, root for you, Kentucky. I can. And Don Staley said you don't want me to have a good time, so I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Don Staley is a treasure. Oh, don't go I, trashing Don Staley. I, no, I love Don Staley. Like I, there's so many. That's the thing I don't like about our conference is there's so many lovable coaches. There's so many likable people. Yeah. Like you have Coach Go for Old Miss, you have Kelly Harper for Tennessee, like you have Don Staley, you have Kim Mulkey, you have Gary Blair, like you just have so many lovable coaches. Yeah. You're like, man, people like care about like player safety, they care about their teams. Like 
that's one thing like i will forever like that technical against kim mulkey i will defend that woman all day because she's concerned about player safety yeah Caleb Warner could have been seriously injured and she chased down that official and was like you ain't about to not call this and it took (laughs) it took two basketball players it took two of her assistants to hold her back like she's a quick little woman like (laughs) oh gosh but if you folks don't know Don like Don Staley is probably the most popular I would say of the coaches like if you're looking just from the outside in inside the SEC I know it is very tribal once you get into these different college alumni and everyone's fighting for their side. But uh, if you don't know Don Staley, she, when they won in, I think 2017, 2018, I'm not sure of the year. Um, she sent a piece of the net because they cut down the net. If you're not a basketball fan, they cut down the net when they win the title. She sent a piece of the net to every black woman's basketball coach in the NCAA. She sent all of them a piece of the net. And she's just like, she's an advocate. She's amazing. And she does. And like Kelsey trainer, who's been on the show once before um, she still had, I think Robbie, you've been on the show more than anybody else, except for Brian and me, obviously, but you've been on the show more than anybody else. So I think you're, um, you're, you're up there for one of our best guests quality over quant or quantity over quality. I'm just kidding. No, you, we love you, Robbie. I know we throw a lot of shade on the internet, but we love you. Um, but yeah, Dawn is is great people. Anyway, so now you're in the championship game and you're rooting against South Carolina. I already gave away the ending, but walk through the scenario. Walk through how just, you kind of felt going through. A crazy game. Like I went there and I was like, I got into the Kentucky family section and I was like, I definitely, I'm cheering against South Carolina. Like there's no question about it. It's also because that one fan that was a real jerk to me the day before. So I want all the bad things to happen to that person. oh lord that's great i love a good i love a little bit of vengeance when it comes to sport i've said this before on the show like i'm i'm an adult most of the time and i feel like i'm pretty responsible when it comes to sports you don't have to be responsible you can be petty and you can be (laughs) you can be ridiculous and i think that's what uh that's what i appreciate about you robbie in this scenario is that you're now gonna root what the enemy of your enemy is your friend and now you're rooting for South Carolina to lose by rooting for the team that beat your team. That takes a lot of uh, gumption. That takes a lot of gumption. Yeah, it was um, it was definitely interesting. But just to see like all thirteen other SEC schools pulling together to be like, we don't want South Carolina to win. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, there were like, there was, we were in the Kentucky section, but then up behind me, there's like Georgia fans. There's yeah. some Tennessee fans down over here. Hey, there's some Vandy fans that have stuck around. You know, like it was just. It was just like that. I was like, everyone wants South Carolina to lose. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I've never seen this before. And that, like, because you know what I mean? Like, you don't get that tournament. You don't get that, like, in college football. You don't get that tournament environment to where you're like, I'm going to no. see of your conference. Like, but you get that in these conference tournaments. So I used to be so against, I have to admit, I used to be so against college basketball because my thing with growing up with the NBA, I was like, well, I like, you know, people that make their shots. I like people to make their shots getting into this season. I finally like see, Oh, that's why people love like conference tournament time. That's why people love March madness. And like, like you said, with the women's March madness tournament, I, I am like, I hate that there's a week off between like, I hate, like we need to, we need to keep going. Let's keep playing. I don't like this break. I hate it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, what am I going to watch this week? And then don't get me wrong. Like I've been to LSU men's basketball games. Like 
but LSU men's basketball, they like to do this thing where we let the opponent score us out by a lot, and then we try and play catch up, and then we start beating them. And the other got back. <laughs> I don't think that's what Mulkey's trying to do, but it's nice no, that's that what the, you... That's what the men do, though. I'm saying oh, the men. Oh, men. Okay. oh, my God. Women just come out, and they just throw... They just throw the kitchen sink at you, and I don't well, know. SEC you... men's basketball is garbage. SEC men's basketball is total garbage. Like, I went to a TCU. So here's what happened. This is why I love my family. So I take my uncle. I take him to like NWSL games. I take him to like all these different things. I'm like, hey, you got to go to these stuff, right? And uh, so I'm like, well, hey, you're a Longhorns fan, aren't you? No, I'm not. For bat for oh for football, you're an Aggies fan. No, so I'm an LSU fan all around, and I got no. Before you went to LSU, I oh, remember yeah, you yeah. and your I, sister. I Aggies, so okay. I grew up in, in football. Your game. sister is an Oklahoma fan, isn't she? She's a Kansas State fan. Kansas State, because I remember you and your sister. Okay, sorry. So you've you've ditched all previous allegiances, and you are just LSU now. Like, because people at work, like today, someone came up to me. We have like a new person because you know I've been gone for like two weeks, so we have new employees show up. You know, new sailors and. One person comes up to me, and this is how I know that I've fully just immersed in the LSU family, is that this person comes up to me like, hey, I haven't met you. Like, I'm lieutenant, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm you know, Y&T Rogers. You know, that's what I go by at work, and it's uh, my rate and my name. And, yeah, uh, yeah like, he's like, uh, you sports fan at all? I'm like, yeah, I'm a big LSU Tigers fan. And I knew, like, the fact that I just said it like that, I was like. Oh. <laughs> you didn't even think about There's, I'm a big LSU Tigers fan. Like, I was like, I love my Tigers. And like, I have like at work, I have like an LSU Tiger note. I have like a notebook and I have a coffee mug. So I'll walk around with my coffee mug at work. Like it's got like. You have to show the logo there. too. You can't hide the logo. You got to show the logo. I literally, yeah. So I got two of them. Cause I was like, you know, we like to drink on the show, but I got my women's basketball koozie. Nice. Okay. I got my fighting Tigers of LSU. Koozie. Oh, I'm not using a koozie, but when I went to the tournament, I did buy uh, a big 10 tournament t-shirt yeah, just because I. I got the specialty one for the Tigers. They had these Ooh. forever. I, I saw, but again, like covering the game, like I'm not an Ohio State fan. And if I was going to root, I'd probably root for Penn State over anybody. But it's so it's so different. Like as you're explaining this, there's like a twinge of jealousy on my part because covering for media, like it's great. I get free food and I sat courtside and I paid no money for it. I get a little lanyard with my picture on it. Like that's all fun. But it's not as fun as drinking, as you know, get wearing your team's colors, yelling at the game, like singing your songs. Like I'll tap to a song because, like, I just I like beats, and I'll I'll tap to whatever song is playing. But it's not the same as sitting in an arena with a beer in your hand, listen, like watching the game, getting into the game, and like covering games is stressful. Like to me, covering games is almost like I enjoy it. It's a nice stress though. Like I, I'm writing about the games. I couldn't tell you what I've write, written during a game. Like as I'm typing stuff, it just it just leaves my mind when I'm done. And I have big uh, imposter syndrome where I'm like, why am I writing about basketball? Nobody cares about me writing about basketball, but I do it because at this point, I just I love it. It's it's so much fun. But I'm really jealous. So I think next year, well. I'm going to cover again next year. So I'm probably just stuck, but I would love to be part of a, a conference tournament like that. Cause that sounds like a ton of fun. It's something like, I'm definitely glad that like, I, cause as you know, like I don't really write about the NWSL anymore. Cause it's like, man, yeah. like I'm those games for like 
Oscar on those games for Gotham. It's hard to cover and be a fan. It's hard. It just well, I got in trouble because I was yelling at the players one time, and I was like, "Yeah, I go this player," and then they were like, "Don't do that." And I was like, "I'm sorry." In the media area, yelling that. Yeah, I was. I was. It was when um, Kenny Wright came back from her ACL tear. And it was also the game that got delayed four hours, so it was like two in the morning, and. I was over it, and then Kenny Wright ran out on the field to play in the game, and I was like, "Yeah!" And then they were like, "Don't do that!" And I was like, "I'm sorry." Like, uh, she's like awesome, and I'm I'm happy when like no matter what athlete it is, like if you come back from an injury, I'm gonna cheer you. You know? Right? Yeah. I got really hyped, but then like it was, I think it was that moment where it was like, okay, here's the beginning of the end of me covering Gotham FC. <laughs> Because I hate these moments, or like, oh man, like a goal happens, and I can't be like, I have to sit there and be like, oh, like I want to, I want to celebrate it. So yeah, it was. I would never have covered that tournament because I would have been in the media booth spelling out the word tigers and. <laughs> oh man, that's I'm I'm this when I'm in the stands, I I can get pretty loud. I, I will yell pretty like I'll yell at refs. I'll yell at everybody. It is hard for me, like even Ohio State, like I. Covering a team, covering one team exclusively, it's different than covering an entire league. Like I've seen the same players play twenty plus times, and part of me, I'm I'm writing about whatever happens, but part of me is also hoping that they do well. Like I hope they do good. I hope they play well, you know. And whenever they take a three and they miss it, I'll just in my I'll just like. Mm, I'll sit there and I'll make like a mm, sound because I'm like whenever they miss a shot, I'm like oh, oh, and I still make sound like when I'm there in person. It's it's so hard to disconnect being a fan of sports and writing about it. And I'm coming from a place where I write about. I feel like I write about a lot of sports at this or a lot of teams, and it's so it's still so hard to disconnect even after doing it now for a few years. But yeah, I just feel like, I just feel like, and like people really get to see a difference out of me when I go to like college basketball games or like women's basketball You games. sound a lot different talking about this than you do talking about NWSL. Yeah, way, because I was like, I was like, I love Gotham, don't get me wrong, but like Gotham FC will never get me hyped to the level of like women's basketball, because women's basketball was a first, like that was the first thing I covered, or like when I was in college at Oklahoma State, yeah. when I was broadcasting if you were on the student radio you got to pick your like okay i want to cover these games and obviously like people fought over like oh men's basketball because we had more football i want football you know my gunny's football team and i was like i went up to the sign-up sheet and i was like all the women's basketball games like (laughs) you know like i was down there like oh you know then they're real cool because they're like nobody shows up to oklahoma state women's basketball games which is a tragedy and so mm. I was down there like, oh, let me interview the players. And they loved that because I was like, oh, I'm going to interview for you for my article for class. And they loved it. And like, so like women's basketball, like, don't get me wrong. I, I love soccer. We know how much I love soccer. But like women's basketball was my first level of women's sports. It was women's basketball. Then it was Team USA softball. Then it was women's soccer. Like that's the that's timeline. A- there. So, Robbie, I'm glad that you're on the show tonight. And I'm glad that we were able to learn this much about you. That's really awesome, man. That's great. Yeah. You definitely got to go as a fan next year or like at least for a couple of days, you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, I need I mean, to go down to Knoxville apparently. Cause going down go this, I am not a biased person when it comes to like, if I see a great environment and that environment, I just want for all women's sports, like just like the way that like, and they've just branded it too. Like you don't see people at those games and like, Oh, here's like a UT shirt. It's like lady balls basketball with their logo. Like people were wearing like, Lady Balls hats, Lady Balls fleeces, like everything that you would make for like a men's sporting event, they make for the Lady Balls. Like, yeah. It's crazy. And I was like, I've never seen this. And they have, they have like 
fireworks shooting up for their entrances and they're like smoky the dogs running around and i was like this is amazing like it was crazy like i was like everyone needs to experience at once like even if you go as a neutral fan as an opposing fan like they're just so hospitable too like i went to a bar for the game that night and like these balls fans are sitting next to me and they're like hey you want a beer and i was like i mean like i'm the opposing dude <laughs> like, yeah you're wearing lsu stuff i'm yeah. like wearing an lsu basketball shirt and they're like well, I'll get you up here. And I was like, oh, thanks. And they were like chit-chatting about the ball game like that night. And I was like, this is really something. Like, they're just real nice. Like, they're just a real nice fan base. Like, I have nothing bad to say about them other than, like, I might have yelled at a bunch of their fans that they were Tiger Bait and got thrown out of a hotel <laughs> bar. But, like, that's about it. That's but, all in good fun. It's just definitely, like, I love going to women's basketball games in person. Like, I went down. I was on Kim Mulkey. I was like, um, I was like, hey, like, I was down there. For one of the it was before my sister's wedding i went and they were they were scrimmaging loyal loyal uh, new orleans that night and i went and we sat me and my mom went and we sat and like behind one of the goals or whatever and uh and i was like man i really wanted to meet her but she's very you've seen her during games she's a very angry woman and she was in like, technicals she was getting technicals she doesn't <laughs> off her jacket the one that scares me is when She's not like yelling at someone, but it's when she goes and leans up against the scorer's table. That's when you're like, ooh, this team's about to run a lot of laps tomorrow. That's a scary one. So, ooh, so she's that, mad at her team at that point. Yeah, when you just see her lean up against the scorer's table, you're like, oh, man, practice is going to be real awkward. So, like, I was, I ran over, and I wanted to go meet Kim Mulkey, and she, like, very mean. And I was like, I don't know if I want to meet Kim Mulkey. And she was like, so she, like, asked me, she's like, why didn't you come say hi to me at the Loyola game? And I was like, oh, I didn't know I can meet you. I was like, <laughs> I was like you lied to her. You should have told Kim, hey, I was, I was scared of you because you looked like, like you were pissed. You look pissed. I felt bad lying to her, but I was like, I don't know how to tell her that. She's such a nice lady, too. And I was like, she was asking about like how my career is going in the Navy. She's like, I'd like to keep up with what you're doing. You know, she found out I was going back to school at LSU. She's like, hey, she was like, if you have any troubles with the admissions office, you just tell them call Coach Kim. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. So, I can't say enough nice. And I feel bad because like, She's like one of those coaches where you love her or you hate her, as you can see by Twitter. Yeah. Like, people are either like, oh, she's an awful person, or they're like, I'm going to defend this woman. I'm going to die on this hill. That's <laughs> what happens when people have passion. When someone's passionate about something, it makes it polarizes you. People who don't like that kind of show of passion, they don't like it. And that's probably something in their own bodies that they need to fix but also she got taken out of context during last year's ncaa tournament because what they'll do is like and you know this the media will take like a big minute and a half thing and they'll be like oh one takes six seconds so and they did that with some of the covid stuff last year and they're like oh look she she hates these protocols like and i was like get the get out of here like get out of here with that like you are you, like, you're biased okay robbie i i just want to let everybody know you're extremely biased like, like i hate it when people take stuff out of context and like we're gonna do six seconds of this clip or like just in general for whatever it is but i'm like if you listen to the whole thing you're like yeah but i'll defend that woman all day end of story so <laughs> okay okay um well thank you thank you for sharing that sounds like a lot of fun like i said very jealous i need to go to a sporting event as a patron of sport not as a media person because that sounds a lot of fun that it's sounds just, like a ton of fun and i always recommend like i feel like and i'm this is biased but i feel like in the south is just a way different environment it is me. no it is especially it in is. new england like you just see that because like i'll argue with people all day they'll be like i love the patriots and i'm like pro football sucks you should watch college football well, because you come from an area where 
Alabama doesn't have pro sports. Mississippi yeah. doesn't have pro sports. Arkansas doesn't have pro sports. Louisiana, you do. You have New Orleans Saints. You have the Pelicans and stuff like that. But you're not in an area where you go to, like, Cleveland. Within two hours, you have Detroit. They have, like, four pro sports teams. You go to Pittsburgh. They have three pro sports teams. The North is very pro sports oriented, where the South is very, like I mentioned earlier, tribal. It's college. It's SEC country. If you're not an SEC country, they – they don't like it too kindly down there. Like you have some ACC folks, but really SEC is a language of, uh, of, of people down in the South. But yeah, it's definitely, I'm very biased towards it. I'm more, I don't know if the Sharks or not, but I'm more biased towards that sport than I am for, you know, women's soccer. That's fine. No, I mean, that's, that's cool. Uh, and I also wanted to tell you, I told you this offline, it's okay to love them both, and it's okay to put your your just, all into just, both of them. It's just very like. Have you ever seen the uh like the what is it the? It's like the jealous girlfriend meme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah. Like the one looking back is Gotham FC, and then I'm looking forward at LSU Tigers bat- women's basketball. Gina's, Gina feels the pain of all of this that you're sharing. Um, I know. I just feel like they embrace me too. Like. They just embraced me. Like, the LSU fan base just, like, it took a while for, like, me to get into Gotham, but it took, like, a couple of games for LSU to be, like, this Well, because you're calling out Gotham. You're calling out Cloud9's tailgate, saying that Local 134 is better. You need to stop calling out your own people. You're not calling out LSU people right now. You're only calling out Gotham people. Because I love those people. I don't – okay, that's not me saying (gasps) that I don't – Oh, man, I'm reading between the lines. That means you don't love – breaking news (laughs) brought to you by Brian and me, Robbie Rogers – hates gotham fc supporters oh man they know that's not true they more at 11 in Louisville, so they know it's not true but you know what i mean like it's just a different environment it's just like it's it just is a different, and i feel like it's because i grew up there and like there's a lot of different things like i grew up in the south i grew up on like southeastern conference sports big 12 sports like i grew right. up in that environment to where like it took a while for like for me to be like okay i'd like to get it took me two years to join cloud nine you know what i mean like i was like I was very standoffish. I was very like, I don't know, like if mm-hmm. I want to do this or not. And then it took a pandemic for me to be like, I think I'd like to interact with these people. So we all want to interact with somebody at this point. Um, yeah. No, that makes total sense. I mean, I grew up in with a f- family from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, we grew up with pro sports. I grew up with the Brown. Like I, it's it's totally different. The North and the South are completely different, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with either way. And um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Any parting thoughts about basketball? Um, Where do you think um, LSU is going to fall in terms of seeding? Because this Sunday at 8 p.m. on ESPN is the selection show for the NCAA March Madness Tournament. Where do you think the LSU Tigers are going to land? I think we're going to get a number two seed. Two Um, seed? I think we're going to get a two seed. I mean, What was your record on the season? Uh, 22 and 5. We only, so oh, we okay. only lost our teams because we lost to Florida Gulf Coast, who's 23. We lost to number one South Carolina. Um, how'd you lost. lose to Florida Gulf Coast? They play in like they play in like the Atlantic Sun Conference, they play nobody. How did you lose to Florida Gulf Coast? That was like the first game of the season. So, oh, the rust was still there and there. Yeah, yeah like okay. The like the first, you know, what I mean, where you don't go beat up on some smaller school, right? Right, 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 right. That was our first game we lost. And then we went on, I think it was like a four, no a game winning streak. And then we lost to South Carolina. And then we lost to Florida, who's ranked. And then who else we lose to? Oh, Arkansas. We lost to Arkansas. 
but it's so at Arkansas, and that's a very tough place to play too. So, so you're gonna drive down to Louisiana for first round game? Not like I already. Oh, you already I, used all your leave pretty much for I now. Burned it, and it's like, well, I, I burned a lot on this week, but I did decide that if we make Final Four, which I think we will, because I think, because, like, I think we can do it because I think like, okay, our early ejection from that tournament in the first uh, quarterfinals, I think that's gonna like be fuel for the team. Yeah. Like, okay. And then I think the fact that we're really getting disrespected and where they're going to put us in the bracket, because I think I would love for us to get like the Greensboro regional or the Connecticut one. Because Well, if you're them. in the top four, you get your own, you host your own. Well, I'm saying like, we'll get like, but I'm saying like, if we made Suk 16 Elite Eight. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. They're having us right now go to Washington State. And I was like, come on, like put us in the South, like. We're the only team from the like South that's going to be in that. Well, what's predicted? You know, what I mean, it's all it's all predictions right now. Oh, bracketology, yeah. That's what all the bracketologies are saying. They're like, you're on this boot camp, Washington. I'm like, we're the only team from the South in that. Like, we can't get Greensboro. We can't get like we can't even get Wichita. Like, come on, like going out west is not is not good for East teams. No, I feel like it's gonna if we do get the West thing. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a bad thing for the other teams because I think because like. I think the thing that LSU thrives on is being disrespected. So mm, okay. I think it just fuels them to be like, no, you're not going to. Because, like, look, we were picked to finish eighth in the conference, and we finished second. That's Everybody amazing. Everybody found out. They're like, oh, these team, this team finished with eight wins last year. Kim Mulkey can't turn it around. She can't be a miracle worker. And then we had the best – tied for best turnaround in women's college basketball history. You can look that up. That's a stat. The other best turnaround, Kim Mulkey's first year at Baylor. So there's a fun Jeez. statistic for you. Okay, you're getting angry. I like it. You've never gotten yeah. this angry about Gina Lewandowski. I think we can make a run to the Final Four, especially because, like, if they put us in that, if they put us in that Pac West bracket, like, like, let me tell you, Stanford is gonna get stomped by LSU, and you can write that. Wow, Stanford, wow, the defending you, champs are gonna be stomped by you, LSU. We're gonna take them to school, like. They may have one. Well, technically, time. Robbie, they're all in school right well, now. They're, they're all college. in school. But we're going to be like, you better have studied for this game because we're about to take you to. Like, That's some good trash talking. You better study for this game. But yeah, I was like, I was like, if we go up against that, like, I do not. I don't think, like, I feel like the SEC is disrespected to the conference because we have a very, like, but, but the thing is, like. It's very top heavy. It's very top heavy. It's like, but this year, like, you look at this year, we have South Carolina. We have. Tennessee, LSU, Ole Miss, Florida, Arkansas, like all top 25 teams. And they're like, oh, but but Stanford over here is playing, you know, the only two, there's two teams ranked in the Pac-12. It's Stanford, Oregon, Arizona. Arizona. Oh, Arizona. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, Big, like Big Ten is, don't discount the Big Ten. We have what, Maryland, oh, Indiana, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa, and then Nebraska should be ranked. They've played an awesome season. They have never been ranked this season. They should have been ranked. But I think Big Ten might surprise folks. Big yeah. Ten is think, showing itself as one of probably the best I th- the best I conferences the in basketball. I think the two conferences to watch for in March Madness is going to be Big Ten and it's going to be SEC. Like, I think they're about to, like – <sighs> the fight in Bukers up in up in the Northeast. Pay- I, I think that she came back. She came back at a good time. She's healthy now. They have been destroying people since they, she came back. They have such the NCAA has such a love fest for UConn basketball. And okay, Robbie, them- but they're okay. To be fair, they are playing 
and not that strong of a conference, but still yeah. they you don't deserve they that win when it, they win when it matters. And I think you, I don't know. I, I, I don't think marketing wise, we could go into a whole thing about, oh, yeah. about Paige Bukers and why she has so much marketing. Um, probably cause she looks a lot like us in terms of skin complexion, but she can also ball like UConn is no, not a bad amazing. like Gina Oriema is not all of a sudden oh we came out of nowhere they've been good since Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird were playing in UConn okay so they've been playing I'm, forever I'm just saying that all I've heard this season is like oh like remember our legacy what's well, all they ever gonna hear is about Paige Beavers. Like, they don't deserve that two seat it's like in the WNBA all you hear about is a Sabrina Ionescu and she's not even top 10 she's not even top 10 players in the league Hey, let's not be talking about the New York Liberty. Okay. We're going to hey, okay. With- Robbie, don't, I'm not lying to anybody. I'm not lying to anybody. Sabrina is not a top 10 player, but she gets talked like she's a top two player uh, behind Sue and DT. That's the only people who get talked more whenever you have like Asia Wilson playing out of her mind. And you all know what's going on with the quote unquote marketability. It's racism. <laughs> it's racism. Anyway, let's let's move into something else. I could talk about this for a while. Oh, I can talk about this for hours. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited for the tournament. Even like I'm going to cover Ohio State as long as they're in it. Do I see them making a long run? I, I've said this on like Ohio State. I was on a Bucketheads podcast. It's Ohio State basketball podcast. They brought me on and I talked a little bit about the Big Ten tournament. I don't see them making a super long run. I think two or three wins. Uh, they they have trouble facing off against teams who have really dominant in the paint presence. They they don't do well against bigs because Ohio State has lost a lot of like we have Ohio State has a starter who has started one game in three years. And she's then started all 27, 28 games this season. So I, we could talk about that. But even after that, I'm going to be watching as much college basketball as I can, as I can digest. And I'm really excited about it because most of the games I will not be covering. I'm only covering Ohio State games. And then the rest of it, I'm just going to be watching. And I'm pretty excited about that. Another thing I'm excited about, Robbie, we're, we're not done yet. Thank you for sharing your experience. That was a lot of fun. Before we leave tonight, we need to get into our Ask Bam segment. Uh, people think that we're a podcast. We're not a podcast. We're a lifestyle brand. Hashtag lifestyle brand. We're also hashtag professional podcasters. And we're here to answer the questions that you have for us because, um, gosh darn it, you come to us for sage-like wisdom and sage-like information. Um, so let's go ahead and just dive into your questions that you shared to us across Twitter and Instagram. Usually Bryant takes up this. Um, he takes up this segment, but I'm running the show tonight with Bryant out of the office. Utu, as we say, we're going to start with Bryant. Cause he actually asked some questions on Twitter coming from at Bryant and me. Uh, how big a deal is Charlotte FC setting an MLS attendance record in its first home match? Robbie, what do you think? I mean, do we want to talk about my opinion of men's soccer? Like, because it's 74,000 people came to a match for a team that's hot garbage. <laughs> 74. 
I don't know. I can't think of a million other things. I'd rather do them be at a Charlotte FC game though. So. Oh snap! Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. And, I'm gonna sit with Robbie on this one. The only Charlotte match I want to go to is when the crew is there, and it's because I'm gonna be hanging out with Bryant. That's the only reason I'll go to a Charlotte FC match is if I get to hang out with my friend Bryant. That's all I got to say about that. What do you really think about Bryant since he isn't on the show this week? I love him. I think Brian is great, and I I do miss him a lot. Robbie, that's nothing against you. Having you on the show has been a rare treat, but I also do love sharing time with Brian because he is he is my bestie, my brother from another mother. I love Brian. So what do you really think about Brian, Robbie? I think he's ducking me tonight after saying that he's a Robbie Rogers imposter last week. So Oh, snap. Yeah. Snap, man, you're just bringing the fire tonight. I think that he was afraid to talk oh. basketball because he knows that our conferences are better than the ACC, which he loves. Oh, man, bringing up Florida State. Florida State, we all know, is a baseball and soccer school. Okay, don't bring basketball into this conversation. I don't know if you've heard of somebody called Casey Short. Okay, also Jalen Howell, Florida State. Let's go. Also, I. I didn't actually mean that because I love Ari Chambers and she's an NC State grad. So oh, Ari, you're throwing Ari in the butt. I'm going to add her. No, I'm not. I'm I just kidding. Her. I'm not going to add Ari Chambers. She doesn't care about Brian and me. Um, Ohio State, though. Nichelle Prince went to Ohio State from Houston. And Penn State, I won't tell you all the players that have come from Penn State. Lilith uh, Sinair is one of them. And then somebody who moved over to Gotham FC this offseason, Allie Krieger, to Nittany Lions. Uh, Rocky Rodriguez, there's another good one. Well, I, I'm only sharing the ones from the Chicago and Gotham because that's kind of our deal here. But Rocky Rodriguez, Penn State is uh, some. I'm going to go and call Frank out. Frank didn't ask any questions because he dips away from the internet for weeks at a time, I guess. He brought up, like, I don't know about like other schools, but Alabama women's soccer is pretty good. And he showed like they, they won like three trophies. And I was like, wait a second frank let me show you penn state's history it's like conference championships 15 like all these different ncaa titles like three don't don't bring anything in penn state women's soccer because we're we're pretty good all i can say is uh for him i would like to see alabama women's in the tournament but i won't because they lost Wow. Roll tears roll. That's what they like to say. So <sighs> it's only a football school. They are a one trick pony in Alabama. Uh next one is a this is all from Bryant. He's still asking more questions. Is a dream a lie if it doesn't come true, or is it something worse? I don't none of my dreams come true. Yeah, like uh, dreams in terms of sleeping. I've had dreams. In real life, like I'm awake and I I dream about things and I do it, but I, I dream about like a sleep dream. I don't think those are things that come true. Like those are actual things that happen to. Yeah, yeah, like, Brian, take that. All right, if you can about work and then you're like, no, like you ever do that where you like dream about work and then you wake up and you're like, I have to go to work. I do not dream about work. Yeah, I have a very healthy work life balance, Robbie. Happened before, and uh, it's called boat dreams in my line of work. And I'm like, I had a boat dream last night because you like you're you think you're on the boat and then you wake up, you're not on the boat, but then you have to go to the boat. So, oh, OK. Yeah. Wouldn't they be ship dreams? I thought they call them ships. No, they call submarines boats. So it's a they call submarines boat. boats. Submarines aren't boats. That's silly. Submarines are submarines. They're called boats. So that another fun 
All right, Robbie. Next question from Brian. He's got two more. If you could have the credit for creating any piece of art, painting, music, movie, etc., which piece of art would you choose and why? I would choose the Ghostbusters movies because I love the Ghostbusters movies and That's... they bring me immense joy. Ooh, man. That's a good question, actually. Um... Yeah, that's solid. Oh, I feel like I want to go with the Indiana Jones movies, and I love those movies too. Okay, that's Indiana Jones. Yeah. Last yeah. question from Mr. Caves: What do you think is your most justified paranoia? What is something you're paranoid about, and you're just, and you think, yes, this is totally justified? People that like North Carolina barbecue. <laughs> Oh man, paranoia! Oh gosh, Robbie, you're bringing, you're slinging the heat tonight, man. Yeah, I got you talking about Mulkey too much. You're you're in that zone. You're in that Mulkey zone right now, where you're just throwing it. You're yelling at everybody. Oh man, he's like a number one hype person. He's like my like one of my number. You're you're Kim Mulkey's friend. That's what everybody knows you at as now. I know. I get recognized at stadiums. I got recognized at championship game like three times. They're like, "Oh, you're that guy that knows Kim Mulkey." I'm like, "Kim Mulkey's friend over there. Look at him. He's Kim Mulkey's friend." All Louisianans are like, "I'm so jealous. You know her." And I was like, "Yeah, like." Just call into the radio show. Call into the Tiger Radio Show and become friends that way. Um, What do you think? uh, For myself, just most justified paranoia. I can't. I'm paranoid about mayonnaise. I really don't like mayonnaise. I think mayonnaise is a waste of good eggs. And I don't think that mayonnaise is good. And I don't think that anybody should eat it. That's my paranoia. Eh, that's all I got to say about that. Next question comes from D. Helling Sports, Derek Helling. Uh, would Robbie do to some, what would Robbie do to somebody who counts their money sitting at the table with a link to Kenny Rogers? The gambler. You I don't know why. Know when this to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. I'll probably walk away. <laughs> okay, there you go. Robbie's like, I'm not going to confront anybody. I'm going to walk I'm away. Very, I'm a very non confrontational Okay, unless they're talking like... What are you talking about? You just told a whole tournament story where you're drinking beers, punching people, attacking South Carolina fans, throwing things at coaches. Tell Come on, Robbie. Get out. I'm not confrontational. <laughs> get out of here with that garbage. It was an underhand toss. Like, an awful gate. It was very, like... <laughs> I'm just kidding. You were... Like, yeah, that... Yeah, that security guard just like I was like, do you know who I am? Like, do you know who I am? Like, do you know who I am? I'm Kim Mulkey's friend. Yeah, he was like, you don't know her, and I was like, I've been here for like two days already. Like, I know everybody here now. <sighs> Weekend security guards come in; they don't know anything that's about going on yeah. uh, during the week. Walk away. That's what I would do. Yeah. Um. All right, let's talk about Felix, our good pal Felix. You met Felix at the NWSL Championship yeah, match. Felix was awesome. That guy's yeah. awesome. Felix and the family. Um, Felix's mom nutmegged, I think, Mike Hudson, which was fantastic. I really I enjoyed that. that. What? Because like he deserved to get nutmegged because and second off, he was cheering for one of my pet peeves. Was like when you're in a fan or when you're in like a example for soccer, when you're in a supporter section, don't wear supporters colors. Just don't do that. Like just don't wear the other supporters colors. Like it's not that hard. He rooted on the spirit, not cool. He, I know. I was like, I was like, man, like you just you can't do that. Go over to the spirit section if you want to do that. Like, right. don't 
be bringing that to the Chicago section and vice versa. Like if you're a Chicago fan, don't be in the spirit section. So, yeah. And I, and I, sh- and I did curse at him after the match. And if you would have been to the spirit section, I would have never done that. So I'm going to drop an elbow right here. So <gasps> for someone that wants to talk about how they're cultured in soccer, they didn't really show it at that game. What? Dang, Robbie, you're, you've been waiting for this one. You've been waiting for this show. I was excited. I was like, I was like, we're gonna talk basketball, like <laughs> a little bit of soccer, you know. But like, man, like, give me on basketball, and I was like, let's go. So, got you hype. Fighting? We're not fighting about like no, 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 no. Better, you know what pizza's better? You know, we're like, hey, let's talk about how much we love women's basketball, which is amazing. So yeah, for sure. And I'm, I'm all the, I'm here. I'm all here for it. I mean, I, I mean, I let you on the show, so. I am here for it. Felix question thoughts. Uh, we we're going to talk about NWSL for a second here. Thoughts on the new commissioner and the five members of the NWSL board members that were shared in the search committee. I didn't know anything about the board members. I didn't look into that. The commissioner, all I can say is that everyone is going to be watching what you do and you're going to be on a very, very tight leash. I think from the supporters. I would like to say, and we talked about that earlier, kind of, I'll like, can we get some diversity on a board? Like, please yeah we not get a bunch of white dudes or white women or like you know what i mean like i'm like come on like there's so many people that you could throw on a board and they're like let's pick the same people that also are tied to the same crap too like and i'm just like can we get like a whatever's board like nwsl like sucks at picking boards like that's probably the only thing they're worse at than releasing a schedule on time yeah yeah that's fair um that's very fair yeah the schedule thing they release the regular season schedule like a week before the regular season starts it's ridiculous it doesn't let anybody really plan for it and um i don't know why you need to wait so long every year can't you prep for this like earlier in the season can't you prepare for it early? they probably have to wait for the mls season to be honest once the mls schedule is done but the mls schedule is done in january but that's out and usl schedules out so i'm like i don't yeah it doesn't make sense. Release, so you don't have any excuses. Like I've been betting people that we're going to get the 2022, 2023 women's basketball schedule before we get an NWSL schedule. Probably. That sounds about right. Actually. Um, that sounds about right. Next question about uh, Harry Kane. What are your, com- what are your thoughts about the, the Lord Harry Kane? Or do you, do you care at all? I don't, I, I don't like, I am a huge hypocrite. And that I will tell people, like, you got to give women's sports a try. And be like, go to a game. Like, go to a WNBA game. Go to a women's college basketball game. But, man, like, you will have to drag me, like, kicking and screaming to a men's soccer game. Like, I can't get into it. Like, I've tried. And I try watching Premier League. I try watching MLS. I try watching USL. Like, I just cannot get into it. And I feel like it's just like, man, like, it's not. It's like, it's like men's college basketball. Like, I like it and all. But, like. It's just like it doesn't get me as hyped as like the women's game does. Like it's just the tactics. I think everything is just like it just doesn't draw me at all. So I have no opinion on Harry Kane. So that's perfect. That's the best opinion to have on Harry Kane is no opinion. Um, cool. Let's talk about our buddy Jurgen Glog, aka Balding Yoga, aka Pete Gillette. He's a friend here in the Columbus area. Having played for clubs on five continents, pretty sure that Kaiseki Honda has the best passport in the men's game. Off the top of head, Katie Stengel and Sam Kerr have played on three continents. Can any woman top playing on three continents? Ooh, 
Robbie. Katie Single has played on three different continents. She played in Australia. She played in the United States for a few teams. Played in in Norway and Liverpool now. So she's played on three continents. Sam Kerr also played down in the W League. G'day, mate. Uh, Played in the USA and then played in Europe. Uh, Liz Eddy. Australia, Asia, Europe, and America. Where'd she play in Asia? Uh, She played for one of the Japanese clubs. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And then... um, I think Yuki Nagasato might have as well. I think she, she might just that. have three because I don't think she ever played in Australia. I'll have to look it up. I'm doing that right now as I talk. Then I feel like maybe Savannah McCaskill. She only played in the W League. There are a ton of players who played in Australia and the United States. A ton of players. But breaking it up into multiple continents, that's uh, that gets kind of tough. Okay, Yuki did play a year in frankfurt in germany so she has also played in three so yuki nakasato has won her her pronunciation with racing louisville was great they oh. did audio pronunciations yeah. and hers was screaming her name so i love it um uh, yeah i thought of two others ali riley might be one okay and then i feel like she played in w league oh she did and she she's from new zealand yeah, and then I feel like the other one would be Lisa Devana. She she never played in the W. No, she's she's from America. She plays on the New Zealand national team, but she's only played in Sweden, England, Germany, and the United States. Has not played in the W League. Yeah, my other one would be Lisa Devana. I feel like that'd be another one. Okay, what about your pal Carly? I know she played in a couple places. Let's use the term pal. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? She's just like, I don't know, like only US and England. I'm not like, I don't know what to think anymore about Carly. Like, I'm just like, like, you you get us like here's the thing that bugs me about Carly. They gave you like the biggest send-off tour. They they didn't even give Abby Wombach this big of a send-off tour. No, like literally every single Gotham game was like a Carly finale game. They're like Carloid's last match versus Kansas City. Carloid's yeah. last match. To be fair, the league had grown a lot since Abby Wambach had left NWSL. Yeah, to be fair. Like, he got all those send-offs. We did like they moved a Gotham game to Philly, and she's like, Oh, I hate the national team. I'm like, come on, like, don't be like that. Like, don't yeah. So I don't know what to I don't know. Carly's Carly though, so I'm not surprised. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. So that's all I got to say about that. Next question from soccer noob. Uh, at soccer noob usa soccer and person noob by the way great podcast where uh, a person new to the game of soccer talks about soccer all around the world and his nine-year-old daughter also is on the show and they just pod about you know father daughter things soccer mostly soccer and we had a little snippet on their uh one of their latest episodes i think second to last episode they had brian and me record a little snippet which um i'm sorry that you folks had to listen to it, but check out Soccer Noob at Soccer Noob USA. Question Instead of colorizing classic films, so making black and white films in color, would it not be cooler to transformerize every movie, aka making Titanic a 25 minute short? Like an example of, uh, of that. Would you rather make every movie like a blockbuster, cut all the artistic crap out, or would you rather make old black and white movies in color? I kind of like the idea of transformerizing movies because I don't need three. I don't have three hours to watch some movies. For some of them, like 
What's that movie that uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's in and he won like the Oscar finally? That was like a four hour The one with the bear where he's like chasing bears or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. I went and watched that in theaters and I was like, can I get that time back? Like, You watch it in theaters? Oh, I could never watch an Oscar movie in theaters. I need to watch it at home. (laughs) I didn't know what the time limit was. And one of my friends was like, oh, you want to go see this? I got an extra movie ticket. And I was like, sure, I got nothing to do. And it killed an entire Sunday afternoon. Like, I think we got to the movie and it was a matinee. And I think I left there and it was dinner time. And I was like, Oof. what did I do with my life like today? Not good. Not good. Um, yeah. we're, 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 that sounds crazy, though. I like it. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. So, yeah. If we can make any Leo DiCaprio movie 20 minutes, that'd be perfect. Uh, Mr. Carr at the at the Mr. Carr. Oh, my gosh. Without getting too political. Come on, come on, Mr. Carr. This is prime me. Does the don't say gay bill have any repercussions in the sports world slash NWSL? You already lost <laughs> like Allie Krieger and Ashlyn Harris. They've already left Florida. You're going to lose players. You're not going to, it's not going to be great. The Florida thing, uh, our show started off for folks who haven't been around with Brian and me for the last two and a half years, which you've been around that long. We started as like a sports and politics show. And we talked about politics. It's okay to get a little political. This whole don't say gay bill. I even hate talking about it. Cause I don't like giving Rob DeSantis any attention because that's what he wants. He wants attention. That's what all these people on the internet, whenever they say crazy batshit stuff, is because they want attention. It is going to impact things. But honestly, he doesn't care. He doesn't care if it impacts the NWSL. He does not care at all. It is going to change things. But um, yeah, Robbie, what do you think? I just feel like it's not. I feel like you like you, you, you hit the nail on the head, and I really can't say it any better, actually. So It's not worth talking about. It's not worth it's giving not, that guy the attention. I feel like you covered it pretty well, so I don't got nothing to say about okay. it. Okay. So. All right, fair. Uh, Mr. Carr's second question. If you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? I already answered this question last week. Somebody else already asked this. But, Robbie, what, what kind of tree would you be? Ooh. I don't know. That's really tough. I don't know. What what trees grow in the bayou? Oh, uh, cypresses. You're a yeah. cypress tree. Cypress tree, you know. You're like, a cypress oh, tree. Remember, like they have like the Spanish moss on it. I feel like those are pretty cool. Yeah, weeping willows. I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Brian said the same thing. You darn Southerners are so darn predictable. All right, yeah. let's talk about. <laughs> I just put palmetto cheese on everything too. Oh, you do pimento. Oh, that I could go for some pimento. Uh, pimento doesn't sound good on its own, but pimento cheese. Oh, sign me up. So when you're in, when you go to Knoxville, when Bryant goes, because I call him out and he's going. He has to go to a game in Knoxville. Um. There's a restaurant called Tupelo Honey, and they have this they have this thing, and they take like two eggs, and they make the eggs how you want them, and they throw a waffle on it, and they throw a chicken fried steak on it, and they coat the whole thing in gravy, and it was like one of the best things I've ever eaten. Oh, not, Ohio State might actually be in the Knoxville region to start off the game, to start off the tournament. That's where Bracketology is putting them. Um, that sounds good. I have I'm not planning on driving to any of them to cover it. But the more you talk about Knoxville, I might be stupid not to go. Um, if you need restaurant recommendations, I got you. Like, I'll be like, go here, go here, go here. Like, I'd like, and you have to go check out Women's Basketball Hall of Fame because yeah. I don't know if you're Naismith Smith up in Springfield, but uh, Women's Basketball Hall of Fame is a little bit smaller, but it's more like, it's, it's, I liked it. And they take like, they do the thing where they do where like, they take the final four teams and then 
they like you get like a display on each of them which is pretty cool and then they have like a they have a thing where you can like go through and then you like pick your coach and you get to like you like sit on this locker room bench and like whoever hypes you up like Andy Landers or Pat Summit and they're like oh let's go out there and win you get to get all hyped up and like it's pretty it's a it's a fun and they have like a basketball court where you can like shoot on all like the history of basketball net so they have like the basket one and they have like huh and it's crazy and then like that the intro video when you go in the hall just like gets you all fired up you're like oh i love them in sports like that's great man that's legit okay if i go down there i'll definitely have to check that out um i love it let's finish up with a couple more questions one is from alexander dumas you know this guy um the washington spirit cc kaiser restraining order guy um, we're going to talk <laughs> a couple things. First one he had was regards to um, New Jersey food. He saw about New Jersey cuisine. New Jersey doesn't have cuisine. Like New Jersey just borrows cuisine from New York. It's like, it's like the thing that, I think when I think of New Jersey food is diner food. A diner, like you put gravy on fries, but Canadians have already done that. And they yeah. put cheese curds and make it even better. Um, but they have like circus fries, like circus fries. That's one of them, right? Well, their big thing is like pork roll and Taylor ham. They like that's what his question was. Why? That's another follow up question. Um, if Taylor ham pork roll was so good, then why is it more widely known or liked? That's what he like asked. Thing, like, I feel like it's just a Jersey thing. Like, I didn't know what it was until I started going to Gotham games. Like, well, I knew what pork roll was, but I didn't know there was like a rivalry, like because pork roll is a big, like South, um, South Jersey thing, and then Taylor Ham's like North Jersey. So I always, before I became a, like a supporter of Sky Blue Gotham, um, I had never like known there was a rivalry. And so like if you stop in like South Jersey, because you know I drive everywhere, yeah. So, like if I drove anywhere, like I was like almost stop in South Jersey and get like a pork roll, and egg and cheese, you know. So I didn't even. I was like, you know, it was just a normal thing. And then I used to, I go to Wawa all the time. And that's one of Wawa's things. So like go get like pork roll egg and cheese and then get on the road. So I yeah. didn't know it was right when I got there. So I feel like that's why it's just like a Jersey thing. Like you have to live there or you have to have visited there a lot to know like, okay, there's this big processed meat rivalry. So we shouldn't be giving Alex as much real estate of our podcast, by the I way, know, because very, he's just a troll. That's all he, he is. Won't, he won't he refuses to watch from his college basketball. So you're it. in louisville you have louisville and kentucky well, he's in, the state. in he's in he's in he's in, he's in south carolina he lives in columbia oh he lives in south carolina he lives in Columbia and has never seen like the women's basketball team down there and i like texted him i'm like dude like i texted him when they had college game day i was like bro you need to get over to this game like you're not gonna like want to miss this and then yeah he's even worse he lives in columbia where they have a statue of a little known player called oh yeah asia wilson like He's just that you know what that's more for us. If he doesn't watch yeah. it, that's more for us. He's missing out. I told him I was like, if you had never watched an NBA ball game, would you have gone? He's like, no. I was like, well, then don't do the same thing for women's basketball. So when you suck, you suck. Um, yeah. Let's another question from: Are there more doors or wheels in the world? <clears throat> I'm gonna say wheels. wheels. Yeah, I'm gonna say wheels because you have to think about all the like office carts. Oh, and- but hold on, but think about the doors in like you have two cars in a driveway with about eight tires right um inside the house though every bedroom every bathroom basement i'm talking about wheels yeah wheels okay i'll say wheels i'll say wheels i'll say wheels too okay last question um also talking about i guess wheels in a way the circle 
the cir- circle, I should say. Uh, why are manholes circular? That's a question from Homer Olson. Last question of the night. And since I didn't give this award out to anybody yet, this also gets the Frank Barber Memorial Award um, for no. best question of the night. Brought to you by um, dot brought to you by Kim Mulkey. <clears throat> I thought it was the Alabama sucks award, but you know, we'll go with that. Oh, Frank, he's coming for you. Hey, hey, go Tigers, you know. So. Oh, man. Dang, Gina. Um, <laughs> why are manhole covers round? That's a good know. question. Like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I never really thought you, about it. They're round because the sewer departments, they don't cut corners. like, <sighs> Oh wait, no that that would be if they were square. Never mind, because they cut corners. Oh, cut got them. I don't know. I, I don't know why that is. I feel like that's an interesting thing that I oh, now would like to Google. So you go and Google it, Robbie, while I close the show up. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight on Bryant and Me, or maybe Robbie and Me. I don't know. Uh, Brian right. Me, we're on social media. We're at Bryant and Me. We're on social media on Twitter. And on Instagram. Isn't that swell? Brian Caves is on Instagram also. He's at Pickle Chip. Replace those eyes with the number one. And I'm on social media on Twitter and Instagram at number one, Thomas Costello. It's the number one. You don't type out N-U-M-B-E-R one. It's one Thomas Costello. I post pretty much just articles. If I'm at a press conference, I'll write some press conferency things. But I write about Ohio State women's basketball on Langer and Holy Land, and I cover the crew on Massive Report. Good news, I'm also going to be covering the WPSL again this year uh, for from April through April, May, June, July. April through July, I'm going to be covering the WPSL again. And also, there's even something in the in the in the hopper where I might be writing for the Columbus Sports Commission. So I'm just uh, out there doing the do. Give us a follow. Brian's out there. He's got a friend in town from Ireland right now. He's asking Aaron. Uh, he's asking his friend from Ireland, why does Aaron go bra? And why does anybody care that Aaron goes bra? Um, so that's our, uh, that's our show. You can follow us uh, on all those things I said. But give us a subscription Go on to your favorite podcast thing and add us to your list. I don't know what they're called across the different podcast links, and I don't care. Give us a rate and review if you can on your podcast app of choice. Also, uh, write something about us. You can write something really mean. Just give us five stars. That's all that we ask of you. If you write something really mean about our show and it's really funny, we'll share it on the show. Don't worry about hurting our feelings. We don't have many left. Robbie, why don't you go ahead and promote yourself here, sir? Give us your social media handles. Um, write any you know any poetry you have about Kim Mulkey. Now's the time to share it. Promote yourself before we call it a night. You can go follow me on Instagram at Robbie.Rogers11. Or you can go follow me all over on Twitter at R-O-B-R-O-G-1115. Rob Raj, yeah, man. Um, I, Robbie, meeting you on the internet and now talking to you and meeting you in person, it's it's a, a great treat. And I hope that you can be on the show a lot more uh, throughout the season here. Maybe even talking more about March Madness, if seeing how L- far LSU goes, how far Ohio State goes, and maybe we can recap after the tournament's done. It sounds great. So she would like to be like, go Tigers, you know. 
Uh, maybe we can get Kim on here. You and Kim can talk long form and I'll just sit back and, and listen. He's such an interesting person. And I was just like, I last week was like a dream, but then I was like, this is all reality. And then I keep like going back and being like, like they did a segment on me on the Kim Wilkie show. And I was like, there's no way like this is real. And I had to like listen to it like three times. I was like, oh, that actually happened. So and now you went from a dream to a nightmare. Thank you for being on the show tonight, Robbie. And I appreciate you being um, the person that you are. And you're just a great person. And you should follow Robbie. And uh, yeah, do watch some basketball. Watch Women's March Madness coming up, uh, starting here in about a week and a half. So, uh, Robbie, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye to everybody listening. Adios.